This is Sasso. DJ Yo, what's up? This is Sally Tony from Jurassic Five, and you're now live and direct on Not So Fresh Podcast all day. Yo, what's up, everybody? As you can notice right now, you're not listening to Joe Pesci. I mean, Sasso, because he's not in the podcast booth today. He's doing something more important, like stroking his wiener. What's up? This is your man, B-Boy D-Steel. Anyways, uh, you are joining us for the Not So Fresh podcast, number 36. Woohoo! <laughs> and uh, I apologize, because I think we skipped a, a podcast, so... Uh, <clears throat> It's been a while since you've heard us live <clears throat> on Instagram. I'm looking at you. And uh, even heard us on our uh, iTunes channel. So uh, let's go in and have somebody introduce themselves. Uh, Mr. Buff Muscles with the new tattoos over here. <laughs> wearing an a extra small medium. I don't, have any, ta- I don't have any tattoos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the other buff guy. <laughs> what up, y'all? Mad Mike Logic. Goodness, oh my god, your voice is coming in hella loud. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't like that? Just fix your mic just a little bit. Oh, there we go. Oh, because yeah. I'm a loose cannon now, dude. I'm going to be loud. Yeah? Yeah. You got a loose cannon in your pants. I got a loose cannon, y'all. I heard you got a loose cannon in your pants. You Fire the cannons! Swiping right on every Tinder pick, huh? Oh. I mean, grinder, grinder pick. Every grinder pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I just started doing that. that I am now, uh, yeah. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Uh, if you're ready. Mike prefers uh, <clears throat> Hillcrest uh, bars, like Urban Moe's. <laughs> I just want a warm body, all right? Just just keep me warm. Just keep me are warm. You, are all you all a right. receiver or a... <laughs> I'm a... I'm a, I'm a <laughs> Tight end. <laughs> I like to keep it that way. <laughs> all right. That, that's uh, a... <laughs> that's a... Uh, an update on Mike's life. For Love the gays. <laughs> Love them. Anyways, <laughs> um, we also have, uh, he doesn't like being called this anymore, but we call him the intern. <laughs> and I found out five minutes ago, he does not like being called the intern. He's getting promoted. He actually yeah. started flexing on us <laughs> and foaming at the mouth. Shiloh, ladies and gentlemen, if you look on our website, toughrocking.com, he's listed as intern. <laughs> How long will that last? I don't know, but uh, he's trying to get a, a, a title change. Yeah. Title change. He's trying to challenge for a title. It takes time. You know You yeah. know how long it takes to change a title at the DMV? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take some time, buddy. Yeah. And anyways, uh, we've got a guest in the house today. You've heard him on the Not So Fresh podcast before, twice before. Yeah. He's the most he's the most uh, reoccurring guest, right? Yes, because he has a, a lot in common with us, and he has a podcast that he started around the same time we started a not so fresh podcast. Yes, <clears throat> if you look uh, on iTunes and uh, what else are you guys on Stitcher? We're on Stitcher, we're on Google Play, we're even on Spotify. Damn, dude, these Damn. guys are on everything. That's right, all platforms. Just, just Google the voice of independent creators. 
The you voice of there. independent creators. Hall H Show. Hall yes. H, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up. <laughs> give it up like yeah. Mike does on the first date. Right. Yeah. Oh, he's a whore. Yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And if you uh, haven't heard those, go back in the history and uh, kind of listen to those. I think the first show was like three hours. The second was like two and a half. Yeah. Um, this one's going to be 30 minutes. He's <laughs> <laughs> shorter and shorter every time he shows up. <clears throat> kind of like how Sasa was. Shorter and shorter. Oh, oh, he's a little guy. Where is he? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, check him out. Wait, HallH.com? HallH.com, yes. HallH.com. This is Podcast 36, ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the Not So Fresh Podcast Studio here in San Diego, California. That's right. And this podcast is brought to you by none other than Hob Coffee, H-O-B-Coffee.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard us talk about them before. We love them. Yep. They have good coffee. They have, um, uh, we have a bag here for our guest, Aaron. Thank you so much. Uh, from our sponsor. And is there a punny salt? There is no punny salt. <laughs> oh, if, if you're in the San Diego area, they are in the Poway, uh, <clears throat> Poway Road and Springbrook Drive. And they have uh, very good single origin pour over coffees as well as other creations. And they serve, you know, typical coffee stuff, yeah. uh, croissants, um, pastries like that. And then they have pan de sal. And pan de ube. And pan de ube. So all you Filipinos and uh, other people that have Filipino friends that know what's up, you know what's going on with that. So you got to go pick that up and try it out. Check them out. Once again, hobcoffee.com. Shout out to Ryan, Andy, and the whole gang over there. They got a dope uh, spot going on. Always bumping some dope stuff like Jay Dilla. That's right. Some good artwork on the wall. It's a good place to hang out. <clears throat> they got some uh, original coffee um, flavors and stuff. Like I had the uh, the PQ today, but I saw they also have a, a coffee called the Scripps Ranch. They have a Carmel I, Mountain as well. See? <laughs> yeah. It, so, so check out your neighborhood when you go there too. Yeah. Get, get that... Get that coffee that has your neighborhood on it. If you're not from San Diego, those are neighbor surrounding neighborhoods in North County around their <laughs> coffee shop. So uh, you know they support you. So go support them. Check them out. Good stuff. Um, coffee is dope. Yeah, that's one of their t-shirt slogans. <laughs> coffee is dope. I like it. Or the infamous Hob Coffee. Yeah. A play off the infamous uh, Mob Deep. Mob Deep. Uh, shout out to Prodigy. Rest Happy. in peace. You know what I'm saying? We are also drinking right now. Uh, and hopefully this brewery is still around in the next year or two. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Alpine. We're drinking duet. Cheers. Uh, thanks, cheers. For, Sam, thanks for having me back on the show, guys. Yeah, dude, of course, man. Uh, I mean, we always have to follow up with you guys. I feel like almost like quarterly, you know, because <laughs> there's so much going on. Because um, if you guys haven't listened to our, pop, uh, our last couple podcasts with uh, Hall H, they revolve around uh, what they're into and what we're into, and most of the time it turns into a comic talk, and you know San Diego Comic Con, this and that. You know, this is the the city is the home of San Diego Comic Con. Obviously, it's the San Diego Comic Con, duh. But yeah. <laughs> I have to, yeah, that's redundant, right? Saying San Diego Comic Con and the home of yeah is San Diego. Duh. Falling, I'm falling. It's all good. It's all good. Anyways, um. Today is Thursday, and tomorrow starts the first day of San Diego Comic Fest. Am yeah, I right? You right. are correct. And Aaron's going to be mo you're moderating? I am moderating a panel. Um, I guess we can go right into it. Uh, for those of you who don't know uh, what San Diego Comic Fest is, uh, the only relation it has to San Diego Comic Con is that it was uh, sort of started by one of the people that started San Diego Comic Con, um, Mr. Mike Towery. Uh, I think it was Mike, maybe Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. <laughs> that voice. <laughs> That's good. Mike Towery. He's a pretty cool dude. Um, 
yeah, the this San Diego Comic Fest has evolved into something that's. I think they uh, we've we've had the chairman Matt Dunford on our podcast a couple of times, and he said last year that I think the San Diego Comic Fest be, became the con that it it was meant to be or or had to be. That's awesome. Yeah, so they're they're starting to, to grow and they're starting to 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 make waves within the the con con community. And this year, uh, last year we celebrated uh, Jack Kirby's centennial. If you don't, if you guys don't know who Jack Kirby is, mm-hmm. he's um, you know pretty much you know he should be getting the credit. Well, I, th- I feel that Stanley is getting for all the, the notoriety about you know creating all these awesome characters and stories you know for for Marvel comics while at least being at least being mentioned in the same breath because I think Jack Kirby was you know there as well and um, I don't think Stanley could have done it without Jack Kirby uh, this year San Diego Comic Fest they're celebrating um, Mary Shelley's yeah, uh, Frankenstein the, I'm excited about yeah that. the 200th anniversary of that so uh, it should be pretty cool we're looking forward to that and so they're gonna have a big uh, focus on like sci-fi you know a little horror in there too so Hell should yeah. be cool it sounds, it sounds pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, is it a goth convention? No, it's not. It's not, not, not. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a little, you know, Frankenstein, a little sci-fi. Um, like tomorrow, I'll be moderating a panel. Um, they're really big on supporting independent creators as well. Yeah. Um, the, <clears throat> the group of creators that I'm going to be uh, sort of uh, uh, doing the, the panel with uh, is a group that I had on the podcast. They're the uh, Accidental Aliens. And I know Art knows one of them, Ronnie Anderson. Yeah, and uh, Solomon. Samara. Solomon. Well, we call him Draw. Draw. Oh yeah, Draw. Draw, Draw hard. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, then uh, we know uh, Rodney. We call him X Man. Oh, okay, that's yeah. his b boy name is X Man. Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it out there tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever I greet him, I throw up the X. And yeah. uh, I think the last time I threw up the X, he probably thought I was doing Wakanda. <laughs> 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 so he he did it back to him like yeah yeah yeah, yeah man <laughs> Wakanda forever. So, <laughs> hell yeah, that's so, so dope. So basically, the reason why they're doing this panel is because they got together a few years ago at the San Diego Comic Fest. And that's where they sort of got their start. Mm-hmm. So the, the gist the gist of this panel is you know pretty much. The importance of cons like Samuel Comic Fest, these intimate cons, where uh, you know these these sort of uh, artists and collaborators can get together and you know uh, start you know making some cool stuff because uh, they 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 do this anthology every year. Uh, this is the second year for for the comic book anthology. Uh, last year and this year, they're both successful with their Kickstarter campaign. So um, we're going to get into you know the origin story. We're going to get into Kickstarter tips. So any of you out there who you know are thinking about taking the plunge and you know making comic books of your own, um, if you're in San Diego, come by San Diego Comic Fest tomorrow. Uh, the panel starts at six, six o'clock. Uh, it's Friday. Uh, what's, what's tomorrow's date? The 20th. 420, 420, baby. 420. 420 tomorrow. Come in. You know guys. what I'm going to be doing. All right. Yeah, 420. So, <laughs> yeah, so I encourage you, anybody there who wants, who wants to be a comic book creator, uh, come check out this panel that I'm going to be moderating. Um, and then if you can't make it tomorrow, then um, f- on Saturday, my good friend uh, Keith and Jones, um, Chad Cavanaugh, Terry Mayo, and uh, Marcel Dupree, they're local uh, Samuel comic book creators. They're going to be doing something uh, also about independent creators, so I encourage you know anybody out there who's wants to you know start making the comic books to check out these two panels at Samuel Comic Fest. Word. Let's give these guys. Did we give them an address yet? An address or oh. uh, location? Oh, location. it's gonna be at the uh, the, the Town and Country Hotel in Mission Valley. What's that? Camino del Rio North or, or Hotel yeah. Circle? And Some, it's not uh, and it's not that expensive. It's like twenty five dollars per ticket. I'm gonna go uh, Saturday actually. I'm gonna uh, it's because it's convention season. Like I, I went to Monster Palooza last weekend. Uh, we're posting a video on uh, Tough Rockin's uh, 
website uh hopefully on sunday yeah mike went as a ninja turtle is that right you know you got some fucking jokes bro. shut up right. shout out the rock Shrite. yeah fuck that little oh midget. Oh, oh, oh rock uh, on here as well sorry I, just to let you guys know a lot of fans of rock Shrite watch us listen to us rock Shrite is in uh leon france and apparently he's being held for ransom. So good luck, buddy. <laughs> We're gonna have a Kickstarter to get uh, to get Rocks right back. Uh, <laughs> we don't have we don't have a particular set of skills to go get him. So so, uh, so anyways, yeah. uh, the San Diego Comic Fest. Uh, I just want to touch on this real quick. Like, it, not only is it like uh, like everything that Aaron said, like a smaller intimate thing. I mean, like uh, I really feel pretty passionate about this. Where like you know, if you really want to support comics and like that culture. Uh, you do want, and you enjoy, uh, like the, the big comic, uh, the big comic con, check out these smaller ones, man. Cause there's a lot of fun to be had. Um, a lot of the vendors, because they're not paying that extra fee to get into comic con, they, they, they're a lot more affordable for their, for their stuff. You get better prices on stuff. You get better goods. Um, another thing that happened, like when I think of this fest, I actually went five years ago and I went, it was the first time I ever went and I went with a girl. I was like, yo, there's a, there's a comic festival. You want to go check it out? She's like, oh, yeah, let's go. She's like, can I dress up? I'm like, fuck yeah, you can. Right? <laughs> so, so she dressed up as Wonder Woman, and she's pretty busty, so her boobs were out and stuff, which I was like, all right, you're going to go like that? Cool. So we went, and we could we, we parked, and we couldn't find the con right away. So we are just like walking around the town. And, kind of, and now, granted, this was five years ago, so the, the convention, I think, was either the first year or the second year. Might have been the second year. Yeah, so it was just, <laughs> it was just getting bigger. So as we're walking through, now, I didn't dress up. I just wore regular shit. And, I, and she just ran through, like, dressed up with, with Wonder Woman boobs out and shit. And then as we're walking through, there's other conventions going on. We passed a Jehovah Witness fucking convention. We passed like this other <laughs> convention that was like all these dudes wearing white robes. Basically, these really conservative. Hare Krishnas? Yeah. <laughs> it was something, dude. Or Harry. But like she felt, she felt uncomfortable <laughs> real quick. And then we got to the con and there was only one other person dressed up. Um. One other person <laughs> dressed up. She was the only person dressed up. Dude, I was fucking cracking up. But anyways, uh, my point being is that like you can find a lot of cool shit there, man. And you know what? It's definitely you a good time. You should call her up. <laughs> Ask her if she wants to go this weekend. You want to hear something funny? You want to dress up? She is coming with me on Saturday. Oh, shit! <laughs> and I was like, yo, you want to dress up? She's like, fuck no. You can be the only loser dressed up. And I was like, all right. All right, fine. Don't dress up. I was really trying to get her to dress up again, dude. She, she's coming with Mike, and then after the con- convention, hey, calm down. She's calm coming down. with Mike. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Yo, hey, hey, hey uh, really quick. Since we're talking about comics and all, I think it's coming. <laughs> since we're talking about comics, you know, we got Aaron here, Hall H. I want to give a special shout out to the homie Jeff Martinez. Right What's now, up, Jeff? he's tuned in. Yeah. On, uh, What's up, Jeff? He's tuned in uh, on our Instagram feed for Mr. Not J Prox. And I'm sure he could see his artwork right here in the wall. That's all of Jeff Martinez. Some stuff. dope work, man. Have you ever seen the uh, Akira version of uh, the the Batman version of the Akira? That was Jeff Martinez. That's a really famous one of his, as well as all his other work is an astonishing. Dope series. And we have an interview with him on the Hall Show podcast. Oh, yeah, so. check that out. That's like Shit. that was like a year ago already. Yeah, probably like yeah. over the summer, I think. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, well almost a year. Right before Comic Con. Dang! Shout out Jeff Martinez, Jeff Rocks. Or the Jeff Rocks. Where? But anyways, um, are, are we still talking about your monster of cockpalooza that you went through? <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's go back to uh, Comic Fest really quick. Uh, yeah. Just a little rundown of some other highlights that I think will be pretty cool for maybe 
maybe some of your yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what are some things that people would uh, can expect who've never been? Uh, what are some uh, things that like people who've only gone to the big cons or never been to a con before? What would a you know what would attract them to this? Yeah, well. Like I said, it's an intimate con, and although the focus is going to be on uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein this year as yeah. a theme, um, I think we're going to have uh, they're going to have Boris Karloff's daughter making yeah. an appearance. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, they're going to have a um, last year they had a mock trial on like the X Men, the whole Sentinels, and all that stuff. Okay. So this year they're going to be it's going to be centered around Frankenstein. They're going to have a mock trial. Um, you know, is you know is Doctor Frankenstein, you know responsible for the for, monster for the monster mm-hmm. so that's gonna be the, this year's uh, and they have like a legit like they have a, a judge they have like lawyers oh, yeah. arguing both sides that's so it's, cool. it's pretty cool um and on and besides <laughs> that there's gonna be a bunch of legends here um like you know how many of you guys grew up with disney watching uh you know jungle book mm-hmm. i think the last person that actually worked on that movie uh, floyd norman is, is gonna be there okay He's, last person as in like I think last like creative that, oh, okay. last creative person that that's that's still alive. That's still alive. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, that came out because this is a really old movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, and he he <laughs> he managed. He, he did work with Walt Disney on a, on a few things. Oh, wow. So he's like the last living line to like Walt Disney, pretty much. Interesting. Yeah. So he's gonna be there. Um, there's a guy named um, I mentioned uh, Jack Kirby earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, one of one of the 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 most well known inkers who has the sort of uh, uh, sort of He's known for for doing the inks on Jack Kirby's work, Justice. Okay, Mr. Mike Royer. He's gonna okay. be there, and he has he he can tell you stories for days. Like get him at the bar, buy him a couple of drinks. So he just he's just the type of person that has all these you know, awesome stories from back in the day. Um, there was uh, something I saw too, and made me think of uh, our, our friend Jason over at Hero Journalism because yeah. it was a uh, it was tied to the X Men series, the animated series. Did you did you hear about that at all? <clears throat> oh, uh, the the uh, the the walls will be there. Um, last year they had a, a panel for the 25th anniversary of, of X-Men the animated series Okay, and uh, they're still making the rounds you know promoting it they have a book out okay, now yeah, yeah, yeah. so they have, a, they have a book out right now so uh, uh, the Lewalds that's a husband and wife combo they worked on the uh, the X-Men animated series they're going to be there uh, talking about their, you know, the book that they have out okay. the series and I think I think I'm not sure but Larry Houston he's one of the people the producers and i think he directed a couple episodes he, he ma- houston that name is familiar yeah he's uh i think he did the gi joe comic series yeah he's, he's been involved with like yeah a lot of stuff, like, a like like care bears he was there um he's, he's been involved with a lot of animated um, franchises um yeah so it's it's gonna be a fun event um my i'll do a shout out to my friend uh rob sokovitz he's the author of this book called the business of comic-con mm-hmm. uh, i encourage you know your listeners who want to sort of if they're through, if they're into the numbers and all that stuff, and not just the pop culture and comic book stuff, um, Rob Sokovitz he writes for Fortune. Oh, okay. Or for Forbes, I'm sorry, he writes for Forbes, and uh, so he sort of combines his passion for for pop culture and for business. So he he has a pretty good perspective on on you know the business of Comic Con. So that's pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, um, and there's gonna be a, like a there's gonna be a bunch of artists there. Like I mentioned earlier, Keith and Jones. Uh, uh, Chad Kavanaugh, Terry Mayo, um, and what that means for you uh, guys listening at home, I'm mean, just like how we were just talking about how uh, Jeff Martinez's artwork is uh, right behind us. That's a great opportunity for you to get like really good deals on like artwork and things like that. Talk to the artists. I mean, um, a lot of times they're sketching up front, and a lot of times they can critique your stuff if you have your sketchbook. I mean, it's just if you're an artist, it's just such a great environment just to like get around and be in that creative space. Oh, for sure, you know. And um, 
Like we, we talked, we mentioned the X Men animated series uh, mm-hmm. earlier, uh, the Spider Man animated series. Uh, I think the person that was involved with that, his name is uh, John Semper. I think okay. he's going to be he's going to be there as well. Those are so. two very important series that occurred <laughs> that uh, kind of set the stage for uh, those movies coming out. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the the San Diego Comic Fest just because um, at Hall H we're all about you know being the voice for independent creators. So. This is just another opportunity for us to sh- to share their stories. Oh, likewise, man. And it's, uh, it's cool to always be And You know, if you're an artist, you're a creative mind. I mean, like, it's always dope to be around that type of atmosphere where you're seeing people who are creating. You're seeing people who are trying to make moves. And it's just really contagious. Like, when I, that's what I like going to it because it's like it makes me as soon as I go around there and I hang out. I immediately want to go home and I just want to start working on tough rock and shit or do it doesn't last very long, but I mean and, like, it, and then you go home and you beat off and you just, you lose exactly, all hope. Exactly. Exactly. I turned on to the, the usual suspects, the movie, the actual movie. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. Geyser Sose. <laughs> he turns into Geyser Sose. <laughs> it's going to be a guy. And if you guys, if your audience wants to sort of get more, in depth and have a little more of a preview uh, we had the chairman Matt Dunford on the podcast uh, episode 37 of the Hall 8 show oh, 37 so, yeah. it's like almost like us <laughs> alright well check it check it out uh, starts tomorrow San Diego Comic Fest at uh, what's it called the town and country town and country I wanted to see the country town <laughs> <laughs> town and country hotel over in Mission Valley yeah. mm-hmm. um, aside from that what else is going on want to give us an update on Hall H what you guys have been working on and sure um, you know we're, we're, we're busy again getting through our back, backlog of, of podcast interviews that we did and ever since uh, like late last year mm-hmm. um, even through from uh, designer con um, Stanley's LA Comic Con, which is not LA Comic Con anymore. Um, yeah, what's it called? Yeah, they came up with a new it was name, called right? Stanley's uh, Comic Con, and then they changed the name. Well, first it was like Kamikaze, then yeah, LA yeah. Comic Con, <clears throat> and now it's like Beyond F- Fest Expo or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Damn, dude. Who weird. <laughs> and then Stanley's in like Failing Health recently or something. Know, you guys right? are designers. Is that good branding right there? No, changing no. your name? No, it's, because people won't. They, it doesn't, it doesn't make a mark because I, I remember each one of those cons and like I don't remember them being like changing and morphing. So it's like I remember them as different entities. Entis- well, you know, I, th- I thought they were cool with with the uh, Comic Con International, which is the parent company of uh, both San Diego Comic Con and WonderCon. Yeah. Um, so I thought they were cool with using the Comic Con at the end of LA. You know, because uh, uh, there's another con in uh, New York. No, well, they're not they're not affiliated, but uh, there's one in uh, Palm Springs, Palm Springs mm-hmm. Comic Con, and I guess they worked out a deal where they can use the Comic-Con with a hyphen. So That's so weird how that is. Because, I mean, we all grew up with with comic conventions. And, I mean, if you went to any in the 90s, you knew that there was other places that were called Comic-Cons or, like, uh, whatever, you know? So it's so weird <coughs> that they have that, uh, that Well, I, I, can, I can see Comic-Con sort of... Uh, their sort of take on it because there's another con in, in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. They're, they were, like, being really aggressive and obnoxious with their marketing and everything okay. so so they ruin it for everyone else maybe possibly yeah. i might have seen that a flyer or two of that, what you're talking about and i was like wait a minute yeah <laughs> are you allowed to use that but anyways Interesting. <laughs> cease and desist motherfucker exactly <laughs> give me all your comics fucking exactly. and your porn 
Uh, so, well, anyways, uh, <laughs> other things that are going on with <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Both magazines, comic books. Hey, man. You know, uh, <laughs> back in the '90s, a lot of my friends used to go to uh, comic conventions for porn. <laughs> Like, cause that's where you find all the weird shit, and like that, that that's that element has yeah. stuff. So, that. so we'll find that this weekend, Eric. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Mike's going for. That's why I'm there. It's been it's been a rough season. Yeah. So, um, so I heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the drought's been real. So, anyways, man. Uh, well, what else were we talking about just now? We were getting updates on more Hall H. Oh yeah, stuff. Hall H. Oh, sorry, my bad, my bad. Oh yeah, so we're busy going through our backlog of uh, of uh, interviews. Like right now, we're on episode forty, and I think I'm, we have enough material for like at least ten or twelve episodes. Damn! <laughs> so, it's like okay, yeah. So so uh, you know, from from uh, like last year, one of our favorite cons to go to is Designer Con, mm. and uh, <clears throat> a lot of a lot of the, the themes that I, I've noticed is that because uh, you know, it's sort of like the uh, the, the type of con that. Uh, People that make things. That's where okay, I was to. about to ask you if you can break it down for people who've never heard of it because yeah. I've never heard of it. So basically, if, if you're into apparel, if you're into sort of the more like fine arts, um, they have like toys and stuff. Yeah, right? toys, Fig- toys, figures. action figures. Yeah, um, like my we had a person on the podcast uh, a couple years ago. His name is uh, uh, Tony, and he's he goes by uh, uh, Tranimated, and um, he used to go by Kleenex, but he changes his moniker. But he does these sort of. Uh, these clay sculptures mm-hmm. and he, he sort of like tricks them out and you know he makes all these figures but he also what's also cool about what he does is that he makes these bases for other people to build upon so three different uh, bases so there's like a skinny like kind of uh, medium and there's a, a bigger dude so <laughs> so it's kind of cool because like he makes it possible for other people to to make their RT without having to start from scratch that's interesting yeah so uh, look it up uh, Tranimated that's pretty cool um, there's a a person like she does these uh these uh uh art the artwork based on like shoes so she'll like she'll match up like shoes from like nike or, or whatever and then she'll create these like you know uh illustrations based around that and she's starting to get nice. she's trying to get really popular now. dude i think i know what you're talking about um i think there's a new uh design from the air max uh, that was released, and they did the artwork based on the air max on a character yeah but right? i think i think here you may be talking about if it's the same person, it's her on Instagram. She goes by uh, Viva Lorena. Okay, so yeah, I'll I'll send I can send you that information. But she's pretty dope, and she was really cool. We met her a few times at DesignerCon. Three um, D printing has become like a big thing at DesignerCon. Oh wow! Um, I imagine yeah. Yeah, like even like <clears throat> even like the action figures are becoming more more intricate and complex, like more scopes of articulation. So uh, um, for a person that we interviewed at at uh, DesignerCon. Um, David White, he's based out of the East Coast. Yeah, she's actually friends with like uh, some people. The other, the other half of uh, of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's pretty cool. Uh, he comes from like a video game background too. He worked on like MechWarrior and all that stuff. So he brings Ooh, his boy. illustration skills so into sort of like uh, uh, creating these three D like. 3D action or 3D toys, you know, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I encourage people to go to DesignerCon. It's, it's in Pasadena, uh, I believe. It's in like the late uh, November or somewhere in November usually. And yeah. and they're actually they're actually moving from like Pasadena to a bigger site in Anaheim. Oh wow! Ooh, even closer. Yeah. Yes. So I encourage you know your <laughs> listeners to go check it out because there's a, there's a bunch of badass artists there. And what's it, who's it tailored for? Is it tailored for like people who are in the design field or like arts and crafts people? Like who are uh, <laughs> you know? The, uh, it's 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 really you know. And if you if you go to Comic Con but you want to get more into the art 
part of it, mm-hmm. then I then that's that'd oh, okay. Be, yeah, so um, that's cool. Yeah, like uh, there's a there's an artist here in San Diego. His name is Patrick Ballesteros. He does these. Uh, his line of, of art is called 25 Cent Wonders. So basically the gist of it is he does these, you know, uh, art pieces based around, remember when you were younger and you're writing those, those uh, machines at the, at the grocery store? Outside? Yeah, for a quarter. Yeah, for a quarter. Yeah. So it's basically what it is. So he'll take like, you know, Thanos, the Silver Surfer or whatever and put them into like this cute little art thing. Ah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sort of like a, sort of nostalgic. Yeah, kind of, you know? yeah, yeah. So, is, and he's a pretty badass artist and um, a couple years ago, he was exhibiting at San Diego Comic-Con and they had to bring out line managers for his line because it just got that big. Wow. So Dude, he, good for him. Yeah. he's uh, he, he I think he's from LA, but he lives here in, in San Diego now and um, he's, he's also a teacher. Oh, wow. So uh, um, he's pretty cool. He's friends with um, uh, uh, another guest that we had on our, our podcast, uh, Jin Young Kim. Jin Young Kim is pretty cool because um, he's... Um, He's done some work for IDW doing Transformer stuff, and uh, he's. He worked for who? IDW. IDW. He did some cover art for them for the Transformers oh, okay, cover okay. books, um, but he's a pretty badass artist too. But uh, Patrick Balsteros is uh, he's a uh, he's usually there at, at DesignerCon. Um, there's another guy named Jacko Rama. He does these uh, sort of uh, dioramas, pretty pretty cool dioramas. Um, just like I remember one time he was just, he was talking to us and he said, "Yeah, uh, I think it was maybe." The Star Wars, um, the one with the, uh, oh, which was Star Wars with that one? The one with, like the, the Rebels, the. Uh, it was like Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, like he 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 did a diorama just based on some other quick things that he saw, mm-hmm. and and ended up being pretty pretty accurate to the to the movie. Oh wow! Later on, so he's just he's just that good. Um, so yeah, so there's a designer con, um, and then um, we just came from WonderCon. How was that? Dude, I've never been to WonderCon. I've always wanted to go. It's cool. Um, I know it's. I know WonderCon is good for people who complain about how, how big Comic Con is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I'm one of those people. I get angry at Comic Con <laughs> every year. And yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. Both Comic Con and WonderCon, they're owned by uh, the same company. Yeah, same company. And those are the only two cons we can't get press approval for. Oh, hmm. Really? Yeah. So, so like I, Racist. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, should I go or not? So, like. I was walk, kind of waffling a little bit just because I had some other things coming up and I wasn't sure if I was going to be there the whole weekend or, or, or whatever. But it ended up, you know, that my, my schedule cleared up and I was able to go Saturday and Sunday. But I had, I just bought my ticket like maybe three weeks out. No problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if if uh, if you sort of want to get a taste of Comic-Con but don't want to put up with a crowd or you, it's hard for you to get tickets, then uh, I encourage people to go to WonderCon. It's yeah. pretty cool. I've, and, I've been hearing that for years. Yeah, and, and like we, we did like... I'd only planned to do three interviews, mm-hmm. but I ended up doing four more, just like impromptu. Oh, okay. Just like, oh, you know what? That's what, pretty cool. When is WonderCon? WonderCon is like uh, like the the, the the end of March and the beginning of April, around, okay. around that I gotta, I gotta make sure I go next year. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We should go together, man. Yeah, yeah. Why, why aren't we friends? Because <laughs> you're too <laughs> aggro, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Be my friend. We become too much, dude. I, I do, you know I do. I, I recognize that. <clears throat> That's funny that you mentioned uh, Tranimated because uh, Mike goes on to trannymating.com and that's where uh, he gets a lot of his uh, Tinder dates. You know, that's uh, they need love too, bro. All right? They do. That's why, <laughs> that's why you're, people like you I'm are I'm a around. giver. I'm yeah. a giver. 
So let me just go through a couple people that I met at WonderCon. Um, <laughs> well, we wanted to talk about this a little bit more. <laughs> well, I just, I just, I just want to give a shout out to them because, because, because well, after that comment, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Thanks a lot for shouting me out after the tranny joke. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, the seven interviews that we did there, uh, we talked to this guy named uh, Ryland Grant. He had this panel on how to like uh, sort of uh, publish your first comic book. So uh, damn, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. And um, his comic book, he's he's getting ready to publish his in uh, in June, and right now it's in what they call previews. Mm-hmm. So um, the reason why I want to sort of shout it out is because um, the more people that buy it, the more people that support it, the more possibilities that comic book shops around the country will, will carry it. So the comic book is called Aberrant. So I, you know, I encourage people to go check it out. Um, his name is Ryland Grant. Um, the uh, you guys watched Iron Giant, right? Fuck. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I got artwork. Dude, I'm about to get an Iron Giant tattoo. All right. Well, um, all right, well on his chode. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> on his perineum. Oh, calm down, Mike. Shit. Right between his nutsack and his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> right on the tank. So right now, it just, it just says iron. <laughs> <laughs> the hand needs to be filled in later. <laughs> I like that, man. Dude, dude, man. That was a good one. That was a good oh, one. Oh, fuck. See, Aaron caught on pretty quick. <laughs> Wake up, wake up, Mike. So anyway, we, we uh, I, I talked to the uh, one of the guys that worked there in the animation, like a senior animator. His name is uh, Stefan Frank. Oh, okay, you know, hey, Shell, isn't that the same guy I got his artwork? Was he the uh, creative? Um... He, he has a comic book called Silver. Okay, and yeah. did he write a book as well? Uh, I don't know if he wrote a book. All right, book. might be a different person. You're thinking I... of Stephen King. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I got like, uh, I'll share it later, but I have like, uh, the when I went to Comic-Con last year, there was a guy who was the... Uh, uh, he was like the supervisor of all the uh, the artists, mm. and he had all these artwork, and he has his own comic book and uh, yeah, yeah. an actual. Was he, book. was he bald? Yes. Yes, yeah, that's, that's Stefan Frank. Okay, so yeah. that's who I think. Yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. I thought it was him. He's, okay. he's he's become he's become a pretty good friend, and you know each time we see each other, we'll oh, always for real? yeah we always like uh, um we always talk for a little bit. But um he he had he had a panel talking about the Iron Giant, and so I asked him if he wanted to do like another interview right after that so we went to his booth where he was uh selling his book silver and i encourage people to go check it out uh, it's because it's, it's really drawn you know really nicely it's about it's like it's sort of like uh the noir type feel and it's about uh pretty much like these con artists trying to steal silver uh the silver from vampires basically uh-huh. so uh and uh yeah, it's a really awesome book. It's one of my favorites, actually. And then uh, I also talked to um, uh, some guys, which is going to be like a nice little segue to uh, uh, a con that I'm going to be talk. I'm going to be sort of moderating a panel at. Um, the next few folks I talked to at WonderCon were. Um, that was it. So I think it is him. Yeah, that's him. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm just confirming it's it's the same guy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like this great artwork in this book. And he you know, he signed it for me, and that was like the highlight of my year. Like that's like my favorite pieces uh, that I own at my house. Yeah, those are pretty dope. Um, you so, know, I, I don't believe you. All right, you 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 were like, yeah, that's pretty dope. Anyway, <laughs> like uh, this is dope shit, man. All right, I'm really happy about it. I've seen it a million times though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Stefan Frank's cool. So next time, if we if we if we go like to a con together. You know, well, I'll, I'll introduce you, and we can. Yeah, man, we'll collab or something. I'll film, and you, you yeah. can interview, and like, we'll, we'll we'll really do some shit, dude. Sounds good. And um, some other people that I, that I interviewed were were uh, his, they're they're part of this uh, publishing company called uh, Alterna Comics. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Alterna, you know how like what 
How much is a comic book these days? Shit, dude, like what three, four bucks? Yeah. Well, these guys, what they what they specialize in is newsprint, so they, okay. they sell their comic books a little bit cheaper. Um, at the time, it was a dollar fifty, but I guess prices have gone up a little bit. So mm-hmm. I think I read somewhere where it's going to be like a dollar ninety nine soon, but still cheaper than you know what you would usually pay for a comic book. Yeah, and that's and that's probably because of all the printing companies are going yeah. out of business. Which, so uh, like I work for a software company that used to be a printing company. Uh huh. And yeah, like all their equipment is going under and just falling apart at this point. They're not. They're not. Uh, they're just going out of that business. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I talked to uh, Terry Mayo, uh, David Lucarelli, and um, uh, I think it's Justin Hart. I believe. Sorry if I screw up the name. But uh, he's gonna be pissed. <laughs> he's gonna be so pissed. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna be. Uh, Moderating a panel with with them uh, at uh, FantasiaCon India okay. sometime in May, so uh, that'd be pretty cool. There's a lot of fucking conventions. There in is, there, man. Which, uh, like, like uh, I was saying a second ago, I was at Monster Palooza, um, which real quick, like you know, we have that video that's going up, but like uh, I was pretty, I was pretty surprised. It was my first time going to that con. Like whenever I heard of a horror con. I'm a, a whore? big whore. 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 I keep on saying whore. W h o r e. So I know. I know you on the market now. So but, I was on TJ, know. right? And I went to uh, I went to a horror con, right? So, anyways, um, it's a horror film convention, and I didn't know what to expect, right? Because I'm like, dude, how fucking cool can this be when it's just like a whole bunch of Michael Myers and uh, other like you know monster shit? Like, I love monsters, but how cool can this be? That shit was really cool, man. Like. The thing that they brought that was a little different, a little bit more surprising, was that they had all the school, all the uh, film schools there, and they were all doing uh, their makeup on all their uh, models. So you saw people who had like uh, movie style like makeup, like Walking Dead shit, uh, any of those type of horror movies. You all you saw the uh, the the puppets, those uh, those machine ones, like of Alien and shit. Like this stuff was very intricate. And again, because it's a smaller con, twenty five bucks to get in, shirts products everything was really really cheap and because it's horror there's some weird shit there too like uh there's human skulls you can buy which uh was kind of interesting actual human skulls yeah uh, shrunken like like beetlejuice yeah actually (laughs) they they had weird ones like siamese ones they had ones that were like deformed they had ones that had syphilis that had like fucking like pores in it and uh yeah man i don't know how that's allowed but that's How, how can you be so sure there are real actual human skulls you know, because I'm a trusting person, right? I like to believe in shit, okay? I still believe in stuff. So it was a bunch of, like, claymation toys and you thought they were real? Yeah, then they, they, uh, then they offered me candy and to get into their van, and I was like, all right. So. And then they touched you? <laughs> Dude, you're a little slow with that one. Dude, I, like, I, I was trying to set that up so that you can deliver it a lot faster. Well, th- they were like, oh, my God, this guy's like 30, what, seven years old, and he has no hair in his nuts? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> enough about my nuts. So uh, yeah, it's comic. It's comic or it's convention season. So we had uh, Monster Palooza, all these different uh, conventions that are coming up. Uh, you know, there's even a new one in San Diego that I just heard of. Oh really? Yeah, Intergalacticon. No way. Yeah, it's it's a month before uh, San Diego Comic Con. Is this the wait? Is this the sci-fi one? It's sort of yeah sci-fi. for sci-fi writers. I know the girl. I know a girl who's actually one of the organizers. She's oh. gonna be she's gonna be there uh, this weekend at San Diego Comic Fest. Oh, sweet! But uh, yeah, she's trying to build this con that's uh, all about sci-fi, and her 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 kick is that she's really into writing sci-fi. Hmm. You know, which that's not really my cup of tea. But dude, when I like anyone who creates anything, I'm like super interested in. Yeah, we, I met the the I guess 
one of the founders anyway, um, <clears throat> at a local, I think, uh, inter- is there like an intergalactic brewery or galactic yeah. brewery? Yeah. Yeah. Miramar. Yeah, they had an event there with uh, Little Fish Comic Book Studio, um, okay. sort of like a joint joint event. And I met, I think his name was uh, Steve Kirk, as I believe. He's Steve also, he, Kirk. He's <laughs> a sci-fi dude. <laughs> he, he also, he's also, he's also has a group, they do like the lightsaber stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so... That should be beautiful. Dude, I love that shit. I'm going to have them on the podcast. Bless their so hearts. Awesome. Bless their hearts. <laughs> I you love do that LARPing shit. too? What? LARP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what LARP is, dude? Well, I watched Grown... Oh, was it Grown... No, no. What was it uh, with the fucking movie? With uh, role models. Yes, they, they, they play LARP in there. Yeah. Live action role play. That's what Mike does in the bedroom. <clears throat> <laughs> Are there are there going to be jokes directed at Sasso goes, or Rocks Ride at some point? Tonight? I'm Donatello. <laughs> the Here's my bro staff. Here's my staff. <laughs> and then he lays down the pipe. All dick jokes all day. <laughs> glad okay. to have you here, Aaron. Glad right. to have you here. Yeah. I'm glad to be here, yeah. man. It's been um, a while. Let's let's go ahead and move on to uh, another topic over here, guys. No, um, we want to talk about nerd shit longer. This is nerd shit. Okay, what's the next topic? It's black nerd shit, though. Oh, okay. Blurred. Blurred. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a real word. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I'm serious. What's that? Blurred. Blurred? Black yeah. nerd, I guess. Yeah. Wait, blurred or bird? Blurred. Blurred. Bird is the word. Yeah. But this is blurred. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got a we got a buff blurred over here. <laughs> He's drunk a half a beer. <laughs> okay, so uh, Aaron, you have been working. Um, you went to uh, a panel, and it's called Black Heroes Matter. Oh yeah, and this was um, I think at was this at Liberty Station here in San Diego? Oh, you're talking about the convention, the Black Hero Black Comics Day. No, I'm talking about Black Heroes Matter. Or that was that at the convention? Shit. I'm just well, kidding. <laughs> no, well, uh, I think uh, I think maybe you're referring to uh, my friend Ureas. He started this movement called yeah. Black Heroes Matter. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah, um, I met him a couple years ago, and um, right, you know, and he started promoting this. Like, started started as a T-shirt uh, that he was promoting, you mm-hmm. know, and and copying out at the at San Diego Comic Con, and so it's it's grown into like this movement. Um, so they're starting to have panels now at, at different conventions they go to. I think there's a, uh, there's a convention going on right now in the East Coast. I think it's a fan. I forgot the name. Fan, Fandom Con or something like that. But they're having a Black uh, Heroes Matter uh, panel there. Uh, they had one at uh, New York Comic Con, and I wouldn't be surprised if they had one at uh, San Diego Comic Con. Okay. So uh, yeah, my friend Urias, he's a big proponent of of uh, you know black culture he even went to like if li- if you listen to the podcast that we had with him he even talks about his trip to to egypt and you know yeah i think you that mentioned stuff. that before yeah, too. Yeah. so yeah he's pretty he's a pretty cool guy he had a project that's sort of in uh development limo right now um that uh wesley snipes's production company mm-hmm. is trying to take on i think it's i think Urias wrote this this uh ip called indigo it's about a female assassin pretty much so uh it's in Wesley Snipes is, uh, you know, production company's hands right now. We'll see what nice. happens. Well, yeah. tell him, uh, you know, a guy named uh, Distill, and he's writing Blade Four, <laughs> <laughs> and and he's also writing Passenger Fifty Eight. <laughs> oh, he's been on black. <laughs> no, awesome. you don't think they'll, they'll buy it? No, okay. you're ridiculous, dude. You're ridiculous. Dude, I, I, don't, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Man, fuck that trilogy, bro. I got Blade. <laughs> uh, Blade Four written all over my back of my hand, bro. Anyways, and then the whole Black Heroes Matter thing isn't just for black people; it's also for you know, 
it's also for people who who need representation. So you know the uh, the interesting thing was that when that came out, there was a lot of uh, people upset about different um, changes of races in in the movies and stuff. I think at the time that you were doing that, there was the there was a talks about. Uh, What's your name doing Ghost in the Shell? Um, oh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, which I, which was kind of silly. The, it was like uh, the girl in Val- who played Valkyrie in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Tessa Thompson. Okay. Uh, there's another girl <laughs> who's playing uh, Domino in the upcoming Deadpool 2. Don't know her. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Never heard her. Another one was uh, a black girl playing MJ in uh, the- Michael the Jackson? Black- that no. was a black girl. <laughs> Mary, Mary Jane in the, in the uh, Spider-Man's uh, Homecoming. Right. So like it was like a real hot topic of like just changing like uh, white characters into black characters are, you know, and what the, if they're the, half black and half white? They're, they're getting to that median. Right. Well, the th- well, the thing <laughs> is, the, this, this is the reason why I didn't like it. Right. So the reason why I didn't like it is because like uh, there's lots of things that that come with your skin color and how people see you and, and approach. you. I mean, shit, if you're if you go from being like fat to, to 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 skinny i mean the world reacts to you differently that's just the way it is and it affects your personality so to me you're you're changing the character significantly if you change the way that they look um however uh that you know the the black lives or not black lives the black uh what was it called black, black heroes, heroes matter. matter black heroes matter like so when that came up i mistakenly grouped them all together and it wasn't like that it wasn't it was really just like trying to support other uh creative voices to have a representation, is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, and uh, I think that is really, really important, man. I mean, because one of the things that they try to do, or people try to do, is they try to just kind of like substitute, or they just like, uh, they put in really generic people. Like, I remember as a kid, I really didn't like a lot of these characters that were uh, being, that were black characters, like from Falcon to Luke Cage to Black Panther. I hated all of them. I never felt like they were genuine black dudes. I just didn't. I just never did. I never felt that they were, and like I always felt that they were subpar to like the other guys, right? And I'm like, man, why isn't there a badass black dude who can do like what Wolverine does, you know? Or and there was very, there was very few. I mean, like there's Blade, uh, there was some cats that came out like Bishop, you know, but it wasn't as. But many. you know, what the funny thing about Bishop is that he was supposed to be Filipino. Was he? Yep. Oh, can you imagine if that dude would have been Filipino? That would have been he the shit. He would have been running around selling puto and fucking halo halo, bro. Fuck yeah. <laughs> And a b-boy as well. <laughs> he wouldn't have, have had dreads. He would have had a shaved head with bangs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would have. Instead of that uh, the, the Jericho mullet that he had in his first intro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I fucking that. hated that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Eddie Murphy from the uh, that vampire in Brooklyn movie. You remember where he had that shit? I was like, ah, oh, he gave Bishop that shit? Dude, that's interesting. So he was supposed to be Filipino? According to some things I read about uh, what Will Protasio said, he was supposed to be Filipino. And it's it's interesting too when there's a character that is of ethnic, like he stands out. Like I remember uh, fucking Sunfire or um, Sunspot from X Force. Like you know he was a, I believe he was a Brazilian or something. But he just had a different flair because he had culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like it adds so many more like different levels to that to that to that character. <clears throat> so yeah. what is Korg? Korg. He's oh, just, he's just rock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, hey, check this out. I didn't realize this until recently. <laughs> so, so check this out. Uh, one of the creators of Korg is a Filipino guy. Oh, yeah? He's like Filipino, lives in the Philippines, born in the Philippines, born and raised. P.I. And he just made, a, he just made a rock <clears throat> character. It's him and, and this other dude, which is a white dude. 
I, I don't know if he's Canadian or or U.S. Is that but, important? Yeah, yeah, it is because we're talking about race right different, now. different type of white people? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I was like saying them all. He made them of rock. He created a rock character because they use that shit in the shower, dude, in the bath. <laughs> you know, you know, I was actually, I was actually thinking that shit, and I didn't want to say it because I just said it so sad. I was I'm like, telling you, that, was that his only toy? This guy was, up? this guy was taking a bath in the Philippines, scrubbing himself with a rock. He's like, what if I made the character? Because <laughs> <laughs> and, and the rock got That's stuck on him. So the rock got stuck on him, right? And he's probably like, what if I made the character and he's all a rock like this? <laughs> <laughs> And then he, that was it, dude. He hey. created a character, made a rock, and he's funny as hell. He's one of the best characters in Thor Ragnarok, rock. Yeah. See? <laughs> you know, uh, dreams do come true, people. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, man. You one day it. you're washing yourself with a rock. The other day you're seeing that rock on the fucking big screen. Yeah. <laughs> or are, you, that, are you talking about porn? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I was. I was always about porn. Always Anyways, about porn. it's good. We're falling off top of the uh, black heroes. A little matter, bit. You ass. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, yeah. I guess we can sort of go forward to like Black, Black Panther, I guess, right? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess leading up to Black Panther, though, mm-hmm. I mean, um, I mentioned uh, Black Comics Day a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and this pertains to Black Panther because uh, I had a podcast le- leading up to to uh, my friend Keith and Jones, um, his event that he had recently called uh, Black Comics Day, which was held here in San Diego. Um, and one of my guests, uh, Ruben Warren, I believe he said, like, you know, no, the excitement over Black Panther is pretty cool. But if you really think about it, it's kind of sad that that we're, we're we're celebrating this now when we should have like passed this long time ago. We should have been, yeah. yeah. But all these things are pretty fucking recent if you think about it, like the civil rights movement and all that shit. I mean, that that all happened within like our grandparents' uh, lifetime, you know. So it's not as far away as as we tend to think. But yeah, absolutely. Well, like, that and the fact that. Going back to Wesley Snipes was trying to do Black Panther back in the nineties. Yeah, and which is like didn't get think about a, it. Like, was, I mean, he was trying to do it almost twenty years, fifteen to twenty years ago. He was trying to get that passed. And he doesn't really get the props either for doing Blade. You know, for you know, really helping bring Marvel movies. I heard you, Art. For me, <laughs> he got the props. Yeah, me. I heard you, Art. Yeah, I got your back, Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> He might ask you for some money, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he still knows, uh, yeah, still knows IRS, right? <laughs> yeah. He's like, taxes are due tomorrow, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he followed an extension, you know. <laughs> but you know what? Blade was dope, though, right? I, I, I like Blade. Oh, Blade was dope. It was like a, <clears throat> the first one was like really good, and it had a, it had a character that had depth and like uh, you know he was a uh, yeah. Whistler was pretty cool. <laughs> Dude, you used to say that. You used to say that in the office when we used to work together. You say what? Whistler, he would bring up Whistler for some reason. <laughs> oh my gosh! The oh fucking Chris, Christopher Cross, right? Or, or what's oh no, his name? Chris Christopherson. Christopherson, yeah, Chris Christopherson. Whatever. I thought it's Chris Cross. Well, anyways, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, what's your what's your beef with Blade, dude? Oh no, no, no! I was just saying that like a lot of Marvel characters, like uh, like you take Wolverine for example, they're very complex. They're haunted. They have all these fucking layers to them. And then when you had like other characters that were like Black Panther, Luke Cage, they didn't, they just didn't have that conflict. They just seemed, they seemed like almost like they're just filling a niche. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, so you're saying a black man growing up in uh, Harlem during? It sounded like it was written by an outsider. You're saying a white guy is what you mean? Someone who it could, it, hey, offer, it could actually have been written by a black dude who just never lived there. Right. So mm-hmm. that was like what my beef always was. Now, however, when we got to Black Panther, 
I actually was afraid that that movie was going to be just like that. I mean, even though you saw like the advancement that they made with the series Luke Cage, they gave him a whole bunch of different types of elements. They they really built off of his character. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think they, they fucking hit it out the park with fucking Black Panther, though, man. Like uh, The thing that I tripped out about the most was that the character that I related to the most, it wasn't actually the the main character. Who was it? It was the villain. Because the yeah, villain... No, because, you, dude, you're... You're American black born. And angry. <laughs> you're American born here in U.S. soil, and that so you know that guy's. But real. you know what I'm saying? Like uh, that's that's just what I I feel I felt with the story writing that they did so so well with. <clears throat> you know that I felt that like a lot of kids could relate to fucking uh, Killmonger. Is it the character or is it Michael B. Jordan the way he portrayed it? It's or? the background, dude. It's the so let, let's let's say it this way. Like if you know for uh, in the black community they always have those jokes like y'all you ain't got no dad right but. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the stuff that goes along with that, like the feelings of abandonment, the feelings of being lost, forgotten, the rage that follows that shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they actually kept, and I ain't going to front, dude. I got fucked. I teared up a lot. You can ask my son. I teared up a lot because I'm like, oh, God damn it, that's me. You know, because you're just sitting there and you're fucking angry and like, you know, the world doesn't understand why. Shiloh's over there like, man, my dad's a fucking wuss. <laughs> <laughs> he was. And then like, I had to tell him about it later. I was like, yo, this, like that. I'm just, but I've never watched a movie where I, I identified so much. So let me ask you this: Would you have done the same thing that he would have done, sending all those weapons to the, to the people around the world? This is the thing. I can 100% relate to it because, like, uh, I'll tell you this: When you grow up like with with that an, that anger, you're there's only two outlets: it's either you you embrace the sadness <clears throat> or you embrace the rage. And I've grown up where I embrace the rage. It's like, oh, you motherfucker, I'm going to show you. I'm going to be successful no matter what, by any means necessary. Whenever I dealt with any conflict, it was always like, I'm going to fucking show you. You know, and that's not very different than I'm going to like what Killmonger was doing. It's like, oh, I'm not worthy to come here. I'm going to burn this bitch down. You know what I mean? And that's fucking black anger. You know what I'm saying? So it was like when, when I saw that, I was like, holy shit. Mike went up to every uh black like older black Dude. lady after the after <laughs> no no when they're walking in when they're walking in i was fucking giving them the black nine i was like this is our shit no 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 he went to every older black woman <laughs> that was at the theater dressed up for black panther and he's like hey auntie <laughs> hey auntie <laughs> Oh shit, that's that's yeah, dude. That shit was that shit was tight though, man. I was fucking moved just seeing that shit, and then I was like, damn. Yeah, representation, representation to that level means a lot. So then when I was like that, I was like, damn, Aaron, that fucking black heroes matter. <laughs> that shit's real. <laughs> you know what I mean? That shit's real, and you need that shit. And like to be quite honest, when I saw that shit, I was like, oh fuck, I did not realize how much was missing from uh, people's lives who just didn't have that representation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially like communities that are hurt. I mean, imagine <clears throat> the native population or imagine like any other population where there's been like, you know, just oppression, you know, like who are their fucking heroes? You know what I mean? I mean, like, of course they can look up to Spider-Man and stuff, but I mean like yeah, for sure. seeing their own, like seeing someone who like Killmonger came and he actually had the, he had the fear of the black planet. He had a public enemy, all that shit yeah, in his dude. room. Like he was in <clears throat> Oakland. He was just, that shit was real. You know what I mean? And I identified with it on so many different levels. And I didn't think I would. Because I'm usually like, man, I don't give a fuck about that. It's not about that shit, you know? But, damn. I started watching I'm like, oh my god, it is. <laughs> did you cry when Njobu got smoked? <laughs> yeah, actually I did. <laughs> don't leave the kid behind. Oh, fuck, dude. Yes, yes. Actually, I did. Because then, 
Yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck you, Art, for making a joke about you know, that. You man. know, there's one thing that I, I kind of didn't like about the movie is how like people just did a total 180 on like their, how their allegiances were, you know. But then I was hearing a story on NPR the other day about the whole you know Rwanda thing mm. and how people just went like that also dude that's a fucking horrible thing and like a lot of people forget about that shit but like if you th- oh my gosh that, like I remember when that shit happened dude I was fucking uh, yeah the, like uh, or a good movie about it is Hotel Rwanda yeah you know what I mean like the, the oh, massacre with uh, um, yeah with uh, Iron with, Patriot <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean Mar- War, War Machine <laughs> War Machine's first uh, battle yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was Hotel Rwanda <laughs> Don Cheeto. <laughs> yeah, man. Like when you see those type of conflicts, and those a lot of those stories are lost. You know what I mean? And those, fuck, dude. Like, who are those people's heroes? You know what I mean? And like, then you kind of see these type of things, and you're just like, whoa, this shit does make a difference. It matters. Black heroes matter. <laughs> and just to, I guess, I encourage your audience to go to our YouTube channel. Uh, I recorded uh, a panel that uh, John Jennings and uh, Dave Walker. And a Hannibal Taboo did at a Black Comics Day, and they sort of they go through the gamut on, on why it's important uh, to put the spotlight on, on black creators out there. Yeah. yeah, and you know another thing about putting the spotlight on black creators, it's like you you will eliminate that that beef that I had, which is like it feels like this is not authentic. You know, like if you have people who actually lived and came from those type of backgrounds who grew up, uh, you know, walking and living that life, it makes a huge difference. And you saw that shit in Black Panther, for sure. For sure. Yeah, they, man. And they even changed some of the characters, which were fucking <clears throat> offensive, like that ape man uh, character. Ah, fuck, I can't remember what it was named. But, you know, the character that... Who? Yeah, like, oh. uh, he uh, wasn't... Uh, the original version of him in the comics was very kind of uh, culturally insensitive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, there was a couple of things that were like that that they actually did better, in my opinion. So... Big ups to that, and like, hey man, I'm glad, I'm glad that shit is happening, man, and in, in comics and just in creative spaces anywhere, anywhere. Yeah, well, and, I, and I think it's an opportunity for like a, you know, we promote independent creators, but for for all the missteps that the big two have done when yeah. it comes to sort of like representation, <clears throat> you know, my friend Keith and Jones, and you know his his compatriots are taking up the mantle of, and trying to you know do their stories from their perspective, you know, the right way. That's awesome, man. Yeah, Ryan Coogler, man. Big ups because uh, uh, apparently from what I was hearing, it was supposed to be go to Ava DuVernay. And then she didn't take it, but Ryan Coogler, it ended up in his hands. Mm -hmm. And you got this dude, straight up group in Oakland. It's even based, you know, Killmonger's from Oakland in the movie. Yeah. You know? Which was dope, you know? And then you know, and then the Black Panthers movement from the Black Panther comes from Oakland. Yeah, so it's like so they did, and if if that's the thing, like those are it's real subtle, but it makes a big difference to somebody who like grew up like in that culture and grew up like feeling alienated, who grew up feeling abandoned and forgotten. You know, so man, I was uh, I was. I don't even know if they meant to do all that shit or if it was just a byproduct of their efforts. You know what I mean? But it was like, fuck, dude, this, this movie is dope. I think they had the, the they had that thought there. Yeah, yeah. They, dude, like my entire family from back in North Carolina, and like my, you know the black side of my family, man, like uh, they're all educated. Like my uncle was in the EPA for like fucking thirty years. He just had a building named after him. Like they're all educated people, and like. Uh, they all went to the movie and they were all fucking moved and they were just talking to me like, oh my God, did you see that? Blah, blah, blah. It was like, it was like people who don't normally watch those movies because like, man, this shit ain't for us. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're all there watching it and they're just like, fuck. 
it made a difference, man. Although, what needs to happen now is that you know Black Panther were created by two ju- two Jewish dudes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we need <laughs> we need for for black created and and, and minority or anybody. Anyone. Yeah, you know. I mean, dude, like Filipino voices, yeah. uh, voices from like, you know, different parts of Asia. I mean, like, dude, there's dis- <coughs> disenfranchised people everywhere, great stories everywhere. Exactly. Mm. You know? Yeah, you can always create a character. Is that right, Art? From- Is that fucking right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the thing about being a Filipino, when I, when I, you know, me and Art worked together in Orange County, and for the first, like, good. Did he work, though? Uh, most of the time. All right. Because so, <laughs> I work with Art now. <laughs> So like for the first like five or six months, like nobody knew that I was Filipino. They thought I was Mexican. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's hard for Filipinos sometimes just because they don't know what a Filipino is, you know? You know, um you, my mom, who's Filipino, uh, would tell me all sorts of shit and like uh her philosophy about like, you know, when, when we came to the U or when she came to the US, she wanted to raise us as Americans. Yeah, don't make right? ways. Yeah, know. she didn't want us to like have our culture. She wanted us to almost like forget it. And I know she regrets it. Right. But then when I talk to her about it today, she just always brings up about like the culture of growing up in the Philippines where you were conquered. Like you're a, it was a conquered culture to where an invading uh, army would come in and change a culture and then you would kind of assimilate. So it was always constantly assimilating. And that was some horrible shit to me. You know, like that, that, that to me, like was like was kind of heartbreaking when you think about like all the beauty of like our culture that's being forgotten. You know what I mean? And that's that's what we'll always come back to is like, you don't want to forget this stuff, you know? And the way to like keep these things going is to actually create it and tell stories. I mean, you want to keep the memory of someone alive? You always talk about them. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it is an actual tragedy for shit like this to actually just disappear. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about uh, telling stories later, but my, <laughs> my, my, well, the reason I want to sort of segue to this is because my friend uh, Susie Botello, uh, she's the founder of the International Mobile Film Festival. Mm-hmm. She makes a distinction between telling stories and sharing stories. Mm-hmm. So to her, the, a better term is sharing stories because it's more of a dialogue. Because rather than telling stories, where it's just one way, right? You know, <laughs> kind of like a lecture versus discussion. Exactly. Yeah. That's it's usually a lecture with you, buddy. You Mike, know you know, you know, fuck you. There's right? no discussion you know, with you. Well, be a man and start talking. Right? No one else can get, get any involved. Words in. no, get see, involved. See, you're talking over me right now. There's no discussion. Because I got a Mike. powerful presence. Mike is always just like, hey, it's all about me, guys. <laughs> you know, that's very hurtful, Art. You know, I love you, man. And you're just talking all this shit. If you can't make a podcast, he's like, oh, can you just dub it with my voice? On <laughs> <laughs> can I just phone it in? I just want to phone it in, guys. I got shit to do. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the International Mobile Film Festival. That's coming up. Two weeks? Yeah, it's, it's the last weekend of April, the 20th and the 29th. Hmm. So uh, there's going to be, I believe, 17 films on the festival this year. And there's going to be about nine or ten filmmakers coming from around, around the world. Uh, to, uh, That's here in San Diego, right? Here in San Diego. And, uh, Where can people check this out? Um, just go to internationalmobilefilmfestival.com. Mm-hmm. And you can get all the information there. Um, you can still buy tickets. It's limited capacity, so if you're interested in going, make sure you uh, purchase them right away. Um, and the founder's name is uh, Susie Botello. Um, I actually met her at uh, San Diego Comic Con uh, two, 2016. Um, I had been, I think I was taking a break from like trying to drum up content for Hall H, and I kind of <coughs> thought, yeah, I'm gonna be a fan for a few hours. You know, I'm gonna see if I could see some of the panels that I had, uh, you know, bookmarked on on the app. And uh, her panel was one that I wanted to check out because you guys remember the the TV show House? Yeah. 
Uh, it was one of the first shows to, they actually used a, a DSLR. I think that was the, the Canon uh, 5D Mark II to, oh, yeah. to make some episodes. So when I heard that, I was like, you know what? Sooner or later, they're going to be making movies or whatever using yeah. smartphones or whatever. You know, Because mm-hmm. I think at the time, the iPhone had already been out. Um, and so lo and behold, I see this panel and Susie Botello was there and she was connecting with the crowd and she was like, you know, making it seem like anybody if you have a compelling story, can can make a movie with your smartphone. Mm. So, you know, I talked to her after the panel. We, you know, became friends and collaborators. She's been on the podcast maybe at least three or four times already. Nice. So, um, and she, she, you know, she made me the, the one of the brand ambassadors for for the International Mobile Film Festival. So I'm, I'm honored for the opportunity. So I've been helping her, you know, promote. We've been on a couple of podcasts and a few appearances here and there. So, um, it's been fun, and it all culminates uh, the last weekend of April. Um, on Saturday, we have a few panels and, and uh, sort of workshops. Um, she invites some of the pros to, to teach these workshops to help you know motivate and instruct people out there uh, to see the possibilities of making uh, movies you know with your smartphone. Yeah. And um, usually, the, usually the the movies in the festival they're they're short, you know, three to five minutes. Um, we're actually going to be screening a uh, a ninety minute movie, a full length movie, uh, on Saturday, um, and it stars and it's directed by a gentleman named uh, Brian McLean. He's based out of New York, I believe, but he filmed it all in one with one phone. I think it was an iPhone, and he and the good thing about this movie, it's one of the few movies out there that I know that he got uh, like Hollywood. You know, actors like SAG members to actually be in the movie. Oh, nice. um, so uh, we were talking a little bit earlier before the podcast, and I'm sure some of your audience members are, are Star Trek fans. Um, the guy that played Tuvok on Star Trek Voyager, uh, Tim Russ, he was in the movie, and so he's he's coming down from uh, from LA, and he'll be doing a Q and A panel. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, We'll be screening the movies and the workshops on Saturday. And on Sunday, uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, Jason Van Genderen, he's coming from Australia, and he sort of is leading this movement from over there called Film Breaker. So he's leading the uh, the, the mobile movie charge from, from that part of the world. Uh, he's going to be uh, having a, a little workshop and a panel on Sunday. Uh, then we have the awards and the red carpet. Uh, my friend Tracy, um, she goes by Hot Nerd Girl, um, <laughs> on, on Instagram, on Instagram. Oh yeah, so Mike's already Mike's already pulling his phone <laughs> out. Like, hmm. she's pretty cool. But but her, she's part of this uh, cosplay group called uh, Star Wars Steampunk Universe. They were there last year to help escort the filmmakers down the red carpet, and so they're going to be doing it again this year. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, if there's any photographers out there uh, that want to sort of capture Sunday, especially the red carpet event, you know, uh, we're still looking for some photographers. Um. Yeah. So it's a two-day event. Last uh, weekend of April. Check that out. Uh, you want to give them the address again for the uh, website? Sure. It's uh, International Mobile Film Festival. Right here in San Diego, California. There's a lot going on in this city, ladies and gentlemen. Comic Fest. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Black Comics Day Pass. Black Heroes Matter, which is very important. Uh, International Mobile Film Festival is coming up. You're like you mentioned. You're moderating, right? Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow I'll be moderating a panel with uh, some uh, independent creators, the uh, Accidental Aliens, and then um, I'll be moderating another panel in Indio in May. It's a uh, FantasiaCon, so that'll be an Alterna uh, Comics panel. We're not talking about the singer Fantasia, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No, this is not American Idol. No, 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 no. <laughs> but anyways, um, 
we're, we moved on from Black Panther and the International Mobile Film Festival. And we're kind of, uh, you know, going on the segue into uh, movies and uh, the big ones coming up. No, not the one in my pants. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Infinity War. It's not Iron Giant? <laughs> He's got to get the hey, right. Ready Player One had Iron Giant in it, dude. Ready yeah. Player One. Um, hey, player. <laughs> You're the Iron Giant. You get into that. Oh, oh no, it's, 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 it's Ur. Okay, we're uh, having. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's Iron issues. now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, when you get that uh, tattoo finish on your butthole, dude. Hey, man, don't worry about it, all right? You'll see it. You'll see it. And you'll like it. <laughs> oh god i was gonna say like gantz point or something like that on it anyways uh infinity war <clears throat> drops in about two weeks or a week and a half next week next week next Dude, week yes yes this is like the past since 2000 and uh what did iron man eight it's all leading up to this man yeah last 10 years robert mm. downey jr we're not counting uh ed norton's hulk okay <laughs> even though it is part no, it, yeah, it, it, it was part. ed norton's hulk was part it, of it. is part of it yeah. Not not Eric Bana's Hulk. Yeah, his wasn't. <laughs> Eric uh, Edward Eric Edward Norton's Hulk is actually part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but we're not counting that. We're starting with uh, Iron Man. But Hicks and Gracie was in it. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I put that on uh, my Instagram. Yeah, uh, like a couple months ago, I was watching Hulk, and then like he's teaching him he's how to breathe. breathe. Technique, yeah. And I was like, oh wait, the hell? If I how come I never noticed that was Hicks and Gracie teaching him? And he smacks his ass in the face. Yeah. But anyway, starting with uh, Robert uh, Downey Jr.'s uh, Iron Man in 2008, and here we are, ten years later. In the ten years already. Yeah, hey. ten years already, dude. Yeah. Um, you know the. Everything you've it's watched in the movies, past. I think, too. <clears throat> hmm? so it's like 18 movies, too, or something 17, like 18 movies. Yeah. And now we're here at Infinity War, and finally you get to see uh, Thanos. A- well, anus, not anus. Thanos. 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 Yeah. Thanos. Thanos. People have different ways of saying it. You can still get that, too. Thanos. On the anus. Exactly. Exactly, dude. You got to shave your butt this time, though. <laughs> they don't mistake some of the letters for uh, oh Harry for gosh. letters. Oh Although I think God. it's pronounced Thanos, but uh. <laughs> Thanos. yeah, it's Thanos. It's not, it just sounds better when you fuck it up. Hey, nice Thanos. But um, it's purple. What? It's purple. <laughs> it's, got, it's been beat up, so it's purple. Oh wow! wow. <laughs> oh, I just had a gross flash. All right, <laughs> something fucking Jose sent. Was it? Just, oh, ah. Ah. <laughs> Sasso sent it. Yeah, there it was. Ah. So, so, uh, anyways, Infinity War drops next week. Uh, Aaron already has his tickets. Mike, you said you had your tickets. I don't already? have my tickets. Man. I don't because I have like a lot of things going on that weekend. I'm probably not going to watch it until the Monday after it uh, comes out. Aww. Yeah, dude, this is one of those. Dude, this movie uh, has already been like it's already sold out. Yeah, pre-sale tickets. All the other previous watch Marvel too. Cinematic. I'm talking shit, movies. but I'm going to watch it with you. Yeah. All the movies uh, that have come out from Marvel Cinematic Universe and pre-sales, this has already surpassed all of them combined. Damn. Crazy. Damn. And this is probably going to break Black Panther's record. Take it you easy. Think? Take it hey, easy. Hey, hey, hey. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it should. It should. It should. <laughs> it should. If it doesn't, then hey, whatever. Well, at but, least Black Panther's in it. Yeah. yeah Black, pa- <laughs> I mean, Black Panther's in this. Okoye is in this. Uh, I mean, Wakan- who, who isn't in it? Wakanda isn't it. Who isn't in it? Hawkeye? <laughs> Hawkeye's not in it. Is Hawkeye in it? Hawkeye's not in it. Who, who else is not in it? Oh, dude, were, people were pissed because they didn't see any Ant Man anywhere either. So that, that's the thing. They don't know where Ant Man or Hawkeye is, and yeah. they think Ant Man and Hawkeye might be on a secret mission to go find Captain Marvel. Is Captain Marvel in they it? They went on vacation together. 
We're in fucking Palm Springs. I mean, uh, Aaron, what do you have to say about Infinity War? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your take on Infinity War. What's going on with it? You know, I'm, I'm holding out. There's just so many characters in there. I just don't know, you know. Um, but, you know, I, as, as like you guys, I grew up, you know, reading the comic book. You know, Infinity War, Infinity Gauntlet to Infinity War to the Infinity <coughs> Crusade. So um, it was written by Jim Starlin, and I think it was drawn by uh, George Perez and Ron Lim. So, I, you know, I, I remember reading that that stuff. And so how this movie is going to play out, I just don't know, because I'm a huge Vision fan. And I'm, I'm I'm sad to see, although we, we knew it was going to happen eventually. That yeah, uh, he has a yeah, yeah. stone on his forehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, but he put his ass on life support or something, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, something. You know, this, this is the thing, though. If you read the actual Infinity Gauntlet, then you're kind of like, all right, yeah, a lot of people can die. Sure, a lot of people can die. Yeah, half of them could die. <laughs> yeah, half of them could die at a snap of a finger. Yeah, you know, so. You know, I'm just I'm just waiting to be entertained. I'm not really expecting to. Be- I think I think that's the best way to go. Just go in there with like low expectations and just try to have fun. You know, um, fuck man, I'm super excited about it, for sure. You know, so you don't have any predictions or anything like that. Who's oh, look, who's gonna die? Yeah. Well, here let me let me let me uh, bring up a few topics that I've seen. I'm a big YouTube guy. And then uh, I get these big, suggestions based on what I've big watched. Red you tube know? guy too. Oh yeah, red <laughs> tube in my fucking underwear. <laughs> my underoos. It pops out the hole sometimes. Big old tube sock <laughs> for little old dick. Mm, big surprise. <laughs> Anyways, small. <clears throat> oh, really quick. This is off topic, but Aaron, when I, when uh, Aaron and I worked together. During Halloween time, we had this like pumpkin, this like empty plastic pumpkin for carrying candy, and I would empty it out, and it would make my voice echo, and I'd be, like, <laughs> <laughs> and the fuck them up while we're working is myself, Aaron, and Chris in one office, and I'd be like, oh yeah, <laughs> like out loud in the, <laughs> next to their head, they'd be like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm Don LaFontaine, who actually is the guy that has the vo- the movie yeah. voice. Yeah. Oh wow, his name's Don LaFontaine. Uh, rest in peace because yeah, he passed in, away, he did pass away. Uh, a couple years ago but I would always do that voice and that's where I got the uh, oh, one, yeah. one of the other characters uh, other than Randy West <laughs> that <laughs> so these, got are, that. these are your creative influences yes yeah, so, <laughs> these guys with these deep these nasty voices these are how you voices. develop your character okay. I was like oh yeah we should, we should like buy one of those uh, those those uh, plastic pumpkins and bring it to the podcast. Yeah, have it in I here. I probably so. should do it. I should actually bring that and bring it to one of these Comic Cons. Let's just do it. <laughs> I stand on a soapbox and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <clears throat> so here's a few things on YouTube that I've seen. People, dude, they get so many hits off of these stupid little, uh, they, they film like a five-minute segment, them facing the camera, talking like, who kills Stannis? I mean, Thanos. <laughs> you love the anus. Mike kills the anus. <laughs> Who sticks it to a th- anus? He's all, How did they find Thanos? Well, Mike found him on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't hard. So, oh! <laughs> not at least for five minutes. <laughs> That's why it still says Ira. <laughs> oh, gay joke. Cat that ass. Okay, another one is, where is the soul stone? People are like, soul stone. Uh, I think Captain America has a soul stone. So one of the theories is that Ant-Man and the Wasp shrunk themselves down with the soul stone and put it inside of Cap. Doesn't that sound gross? (laughs) I mean, like... (laughs) Who that shit? I mean... (laughs) Doesn't that sound nasty? They went up inside of Cap and stuck the soul stone there. And they're saying that's why he was able to stop Thanos' hand... uh, uh, 
gesture oh, on that uh, preview. Ah, oh, shit, that's a good point. Okay, and then not not not, not the the stone being inside of him, but like oh, yeah. how <laughs> how he was able to stop. I don't that I don't think so because I don't think the soul stone will give you that ability. But what if it's inside you, Aaron? All right, what if it's inside you? Does the power become even more powerful, like vodka? But, but that's not how. This, that's not you don't you don't get you don't get super strong with the soul stone. You have no, the, you, have, he, you have the abilities to like go into like that soul world. That oh yeah, world. that's right, that's right, that's right. That's like um, who has the soul stone? Yeah. It was Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock, yeah, and he's not supposed to show up for a while. Well, because he was at the end of Guardians. At still. least they'll make you think that. Supposedly, that's another thing I was gonna say. <laughs> Supposedly, so, they, they said he was there. They're like Adam Warlock. We're making you. Where, like, where's Adam Warlock? Is he is he coming in Infinity War? Is he coming in Avengers Four? Is he coming in hot? Well, is he coming at all? <laughs> <laughs> is his cum gold? Oh yeah! <laughs> if Gross. if he does show up, it'll probably be in the the second one. Yeah, because yeah. that's uh, the other thing. Like uh, this is probably going to be to be continued, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that for sure? Well, it yeah. has to be. Yeah, it's already contracted. Yeah. No, no, but like they know yeah. that the story is not going to end right here. Right, it's right. Gonna, okay. yeah. Past Infinity War? Yeah. yeah. Dude, they got a lot of money to fucking lose. They don't make any more movies. Like, oh, okay, that's it, guys. Anyways, Hawkeye. Nobody has seen anything with him in any of the advertisements or previews. What if he just pissed someone off? And there's there's a lot of more like uh, conspiracy theories that he's uh, doing a secret thing with S.H.I.E.L.D. Him and... Uh, uh, Colby Smolder, what's her? Uh, oh, Maria yeah. Hill, yeah. and, and yeah. Nick Fury are out on a mission trying to find Captain Marvel to save him. I like to think of her as your your Aunt Robin from uh, How I Met Your Oh yeah, 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 how yeah I Met yeah. Your Mother. And she's actually yeah. hot too. Man. And then uh, I mean, like you know, I have, a, I have a theory on like how they're gonna sort of inter- interject Hawkeye, maybe like at a critical moment when like say Thanos or one of his that would dark, make me dark so order mad. guys will we'll get one of the gems or stones. I call them gems. I call them they're gems. Yeah. So you see, you'll see an arrow come out of nowhere and like. Clink. <laughs> dude, that would make me so mad, Aaron. Because that was actually it was because that's actually something I thought of. I was like, dude, that'd be so lame if they fucking did that. Like he just pops up at the last minute, like fucking some cheesy '80s movie. Like here I am to save the day with my fucking arrow, and then oh, then Ant Man's at the end of the arrow, <laughs> and he and puts then, the stone inside of Thanos. <laughs> Thanos, so, yeah. Thanos, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> okay, um. Another one is about uh, Bucky. You know, they don't think he's going to be... soldier. Yeah, they're like, he's not going to be by going by Bucky anymore. He'll be the White Wolf now. Well, it's either and, him or, or Falcons to be Captain America, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're talking about, you know, with the new arm being made of vibranium, how strong he's going to be. And who, they think he's going to be stronger, more important character. Um, another one thing is who dies? Who dies in this... Uh, I mean, apparently, if you've read the comic... Everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I wasn't going to say, but yeah, everybody dies, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, well, duh, I mean, we'll see where that goes. And everybody dies, don't worry, uh, in the sequel, because they have uh, Time Stone. <laughs> <laughs> the secret what? If it, Okay, don't worry about it being a secret if everybody dies. Oh, okay. Because they have a Time Stone, which we could oh, yeah, bring yeah, everybody yeah. back to life. Anyways, and then the, the, who's the Black Order and what they do and or they, do they kill Loki, this and shit. This is stuff I've seen. And there's way more that I've seen on YouTube that are just ridiculous, stupid things. This is what you do in the day? To get, sometimes when I'm feeding my son and I have nothing else to watch, I watch these videos about like people's theories on Infinity War. You know, and, I, I'm a little, I mean, for me, I'm a little perturbed that they don't have like Silver Surfer in it. You know? Yeah, they said he might. Dude, and then there's another thing where people have photos of Hugh Jackman on set of Infinity War. Get the fuck out of here. And you look at his getup and he's got 
the spike. The Get the fuck out of here. Hair and all. And I'm I like, just, I just got so hard. I was right like, now. no way. Six to midnight. You got, right? you got so hard? Right now. Who's six to, he's, he's iron six Joe. to midnight. He's Iron Joe right now. <laughs> Fucking Iron Joe. <laughs> <laughs> this plane had 56. Now he's got passenger 57. <laughs> <laughs> Always bet on black. Hugh Jackman. Huge black man. What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't hear about that. They had uh, on-set photos from Infinity War. They had reshoots done. They had to oh. do some reshoots. Mm. And somebody had photos of Hugh Jackman on set. Oh. Hair done up and everything. Damn. Looking buff. Looking jacked again? Yeah. Damn. So if, you know, you don't know if uh, Wolverine pops out of nowhere. And I don't know how jacked he could be because like, he just did that. Other thing, right? Or, yeah, the Greatest Showman or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, he's yeah. But the, those he movies, those movie release, you know, they done, they didn't, they're done shooting those movies a long time, and then they got Hollywood trainers get those guys up to fucking uh, juice. Bulked up. They get them bulked up in like <laughs> two months, dude. Yeah. Or they even that, you know, fuck man, you're in Hollywood. Yeah, you we haven't really heard from Hugh Jackman in a while, huh? Social media. No, no, uh, no. I don't know, man. Maybe you should look him up and be like, what the fuck's this guy? I know. <laughs> I'm just working out. I'm as big as the Rock now. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah, crazy because he was a main character in uh, Infinity Gauntlet, so mm-hmm. that would make sense. Interesting. And then with all the uh, different dimensions and shit that they can work into that, damn. Well, he was a ma- he was a main character in um, the whole Ultron thing, the uh, Civil War. Yeah, but I don't know if he was a major character. But in- that that Civil War was slightly different than what was the comic. <coughs> no, right? yeah, yeah, it was yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the comic book Civil War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know, I know, but like, uh, yeah. I'm just saying, like how the storyline was was way was was a lot more different. Um, yeah. All right. Damn, dude, that's fucking crazy to think about that, dude. Yeah. There's. Uh, I mean, you know, I think they're trying to like uh, put a very good product out there, but with some surprises. Interesting. You know, you don't always have to go. And by this it. is one of those things where you want to watch it right away because you don't want to see all that shit that's going to come onto the internet with people giving their reviews. And you don't want no fucking spoilers sense. from your dumb yeah. fucking friends on Facebook like fucking... Uh, go ahead, say his name. I don't know. Say any of his names. <laughs> say any of their names. There's a lot of them, okay? Yeah, I have a lot of friends that's... We're going to go in there and talk about it, yeah. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's always people that I don't really like their opinions anyways that are always yeah. like giving them to me. They're just like, dude, I don't like your taste in movies. Like, whatever yeah yeah and then they always get graded movies it's like oh, so i give it a b plus i'm like what does that even mean yeah that doesn't mean shit to me yeah like, i might, I might give it a fucking a plus I was like what'd you give reservoir dogs was was that a b plus and c yeah. like what, what was that like fuck. yeah man you give my favorite porn a fucking c minus <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite porn i don't know i guess all of them <laughs> <laughs> you know everything on the internet right now even the gay stuff <laughs> <laughs> even that wow <laughs> Wow, you are a connoisseur. A commissar? Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, anyways, yeah, I mean, Infinity War, you know, who knows what it's going to bring. I mean, like, uh, shit, dude. There are a lot of characters in there. I mean, Scarlet Witch is probably a lot stronger than they make her seem. Uh, that'll probably happen in uh, the follow-up to yeah, that. Anything with probability is like, you know, you just never know. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, you know, these characters that aren't, showing up just yet that might show up after Infinity War in the unnamed Avengers 4 like say Adam Warlock shows up then and then dude that's just that's another segue to like three more freaking Marvel movies of another yeah. character you know and Ar- Adam Warlock's an interesting character to bring about and so and then dude the Marvel universe just doesn't fucking end you know what's crazy you know? is like I dreamed of this shit as a kid 
Like, just, like, if them making these movies, like, you know, <clears throat> like being, like, 10, 12, just, like, reading comics, like, dude, this would be so, like, reading uh, the Executioner song as a kid, because that was, like, the big crossover when I was a kid. Like, all the X series were, like, combined. Oh, this would be so badass in a movie. And then, like, to have this shit come out. I mean, like, I feel like kids, like, Shiloh's age right now, man, you don't even know how fucking dope this is just to see all your characters on one fucking screen and have, like, all those movies tied together. I'm fucking excited, man. Thank yeah. Why. Yeah, you don't know. And then, uh, you know, there's another reprise of Fantastic Four being tossed about with John Krasinski from The Office as yeah. uh, Reed Richards. <laughs> you have to watch out for the guy that plays uh, Johnny Storm because he'll be, end up being, like, really good and famous. And then in, a, and then in, a, in another Marvel movie. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, right. That's <laughs> Michael B. Jordan and, uh, was it, Chris, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's hilarious. You should try for Johnny Storm. Shit, huh? <laughs> I wish. You just be Ghost Rider, dude. Fucking <laughs> like flaming head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ghost Rider was my jam growing up. I love reading Ghost Rider. I, I like what do you think too. of the Nicolas Cage versions? <laughs> you know, I don't mind. It's okay. It, that's how I felt too. It's okay. It's like it's like because it's, it's, it's kind of cool to see him on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. I was just stoked to have Ghost Rider on the screen. Oh, know? I thought you meant Nicolas Cage in general. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck, man, this is best shit since Con Air. <laughs> Con Air was <laughs> shit. <laughs> Or raising shit. Arizona. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are good. Those when are he good. was the shit. Oh, man. Yeah. Shit, dude. Don't be talking shit about and Nicolas Cage, man. Anything in the late 80s, early 90s, man. Yeah. Dude, talk about Nick Cage, man. Yeah, Wait. <laughs> face off. Dude, face off. <laughs> I think there was actually, they, they made a porn after that movie called Face On. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you are the connoisseur. I'm, I'm not fucking kidding, dude. <laughs> you, are, you are the connoisseur. Oh, man. Oh. What was, was Raising Arizona the one with the, the flying Elvises? Oh, no, that's, that's that Las Vegas. What? Raising Arizona is when they stole the baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. They, they, and they, they had those, that, uh, <clears throat> that one fucking guy chasing him. Like, he's a bounty hunter. He's all dirty and shit. I actually need to rewatch that because I don't remember. That was a we should game. have a Nicolas Cage night. <laughs> Nicolas Cage <laughs> marathon. Watch all. You should do a reaction video. <laughs> that's popular on YouTube too, dude. They reaction do reaction videos. videos. <laughs> There's like reaction videos to every fucking video that's out there, dude. Jeez. They have reaction videos to reaction videos. Yeah. Oh really? Shit. Yeah. It's like what the fuck, dude. That's lame. The shit that people have out there nowadays, and they and get so like much of it. They get like twenty thousand views, dude. Damn. When these stupid ass videos. That's <clears> interesting. I don't know, man. People click. I don't know how people click on this shit too, clickbait or something. Right, right, is, right. Yeah. Dude. What's that new term floating around? Um, new term? Yeah. There's like thirst. Uh, thirst something. <coughs> thirst. Like we you know people post stuff and it's like it's like clickbait. But the like, thirst is real or something like that. No, no. It's like a thirst trap. Thirst trap. Thirst trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. I've seen <laughs> that thirst trap. God, man. <laughs> I'm, am I getting old? You are, dude. You really are. Or are we? Are, getting are, old? are you gonna start dressing like an adult? No, neither am I. No, actually, I do sometimes. Oh, you do? I do sometimes. Like when you go to Ruth Chris or some shit like that? Ruth Chris. (laughs) I've been to Ruth Chris like once. (laughs) (laughs) The people that eat there are funny. It's like, these fucking jokes. (laughs) I think I have good food. What do I mean? I'm not going to bag them. But anyways, so uh, another movie coming out soon. Ryan Reynolds. Yep. Deadpool Deadpool 2. 2. You guys looking forward to that one? Sure. I'm looking forward to it because I'm a big uh, fucking uh, X-Force fan and having a cable and then what it looks like members of the, the actual X-Force like yeah. uh, Shatterstar, Domino on there. They got Terry Crews, dude. Yeah. Playing one of the characters. Yeah. Who, characters who's going gonna to be the big bad in the movie? The big who? The big bad. Who's going to be the villain? Oh, uh, fuck. I have no idea. Mojo? No? I don't know. Um, I could tell you but I forget the name 
because I saw it on a YouTube oh, really? uh, prediction ah. video where they're like, it's going to be this guy. And I was like, I can't remember because I, I didn't really uh, pay attention to that comic very much. Strife? It might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it is Strife. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that okay. is it. That's All the right. name. That's the name. I didn't follow that comic. That's interesting. Because, yeah, you know, <coughs> Strife is uh, Cable's twin. Mm-hmm. So like, so, so, but but he didn't he didn't have the virus or did he have the virus also? I had the uh, so like my generation is like early nineties and he did have the virus I believe. Okay. And then he became and then there's also the different variations of strife and then there was was it was there Nathan Summers? It gets really fucking yeah the, the young the young one right yeah yeah okay yeah, it gets really confusing when you have all the different characters or all the different timelines and stuff but dude I, all right that'd be interesting to see that I think Nathan Summers was the one that got absorbed by onslaught right with Franklin Richards I guess or how did that work? Jeez, that's around the time that I stopped reading comics. Yeah, me too. Whole Don't onslaught. lie, Aaron. You still read comics. That whole, that whole onslaught <laughs> thing. That's when I stopped reading. Was after the whole onslaught thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did it turn you off? You're like, fuck this shit. Yeah, man. exactly. Because <laughs> like one of the things where you like, you know how like you know how DC starts their 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 comic book world every so often. Yeah. That's what onslaught did, and like so all the stuff that I grew up reading was like kind of like invalid in some way yeah know? i remember i tried to get into the ultimates and stuff like that because like they're doing the same thing like they're just kind of like modernizing the older stories like giving them all cell phones and shit i was like uh that was just weird i just so i, st- I stuck with the uh, the originals you know I, I got a question about something that was recently released on netflix what did you guys think of uh, jessica jones season two I like the first one better. I like the first one better, too. I think season two was very uneventful. It was very uh, story-based, which is good. And I like the story. Yeah, yeah that was cool. Um, is this the whole Patsy thing got kind of like... Too much. Yeah, yeah. Like, way too yeah, much, Yeah, she got really dark and like, you know, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I did not watch it. Watch it. Um, I haven't even watched the first one. I started to watch the first one and I liked it. Uh-huh. And I didn't get past, uh, I think, like... A lot of them are like too slow for me. Like, like uh, even the Punisher. I was watching it and I was getting towards the end. I was like, "All right, start killing everybody. Yeah, start killing everybody." And then like I didn't get there, so I didn't. See, actually with Daredevil it. season two, when Punisher came in, I was like, "Fuck, this is everything I wanted, dude." <laughs> and then uh, Punisher came in, and I was like, "This is a good series, but you know, like you said, there's a little like part, a couple of parts that's like, mm, I wish they would have kind of." Uh, get more on you, know, you want to get to the action right but then like i like the storyline too on that one as well yeah, it was yeah. pretty good it was pretty yeah, good i liked the punisher yeah i liked it a lot but that daredevil season two when they came in he just came in like guns blazing dude like they're already in action i was like yeah dude jeez dude you watch everything don't you uh not everything no watching youtube channels binge watching all the marvel shows i'm fucking jealous of your life no dude it's just like sometimes it's there and i'm interested it's either i'm watching that or car stuff Oh yeah, or stuff on the Philippines. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I just watch Archer over and over again. You are what? What? Archer. Archer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, new. You season. like watching cartoons, you new, old man? New season coming out uh, <laughs> April twenty fourth. <laughs> Holy crap! Fucking dude. excited about that. Why are you plugging Archer? They're not paying us. Not at all, but I'm excited about it. Shit. Six to midnight. <laughs> Getting hard on for a, a cartoon, huh? So fucking great cartoon, all right? Fucking sue me. This guy. Last time I got a hard on for a cartoon was Lin Minmay and Robotech. <laughs> you should go. Whoa, that's a fucking far back. You should go. Uh, you know the 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 singer for the Japanese Macross. She has concerts every once in a while. Oh yeah. Should check it out. Wait, who? The, the singer, the Japanese version, the act, the real one, the actual. In Macross. 
Where in in L.A. she has concerts. Oh, in L.A. In I was like San Diego. Where? I'll be down. Yeah, I'll check out anything. Once. There's actually a Macross hey, convention oh. that they have in, in October. Oh, for real? In Torrance. Hey, did you watch okay. uh, Ready Player One? <clears throat> Not yet. <clears throat> Not yet. No, I they have a Gundam in there. Yeah, yeah, dude, I fucking was. I was like, <laughs> what? That shit was you. Like, it's a movie about Easter <clears throat> eggs, man. That yeah. shit was cool. It was really cool, and it came out on Easter. So, like, if you if you guys did your own version of Ready Player One, what kind of pop culture references would you put in there? Dude, it'd probably have all hip-hop shit, right? Like, just Easter eggs of all, all different types of hip-hop, right? I, I would put, like, all types of music in it, actually. What would you think, Art? And you know the whole thing about uh, Ready Player One, right? Like, it's just, like, Easter eggs everywhere. It's, like, all the Easter eggs from, like, movies, uh, any pop culture. Like, video You already know me, dude. Shit. What would yours be? Fucking cars? It would be John Claude Van Damme? It would be uh, fucking... Yeah, it would be, right? It would be all... In black silk underwear? <laughs> exactly, see? Right. It would be a lot of JCVD... Mainly Bloodsport and a shitload of Predator references, dude. <laughs> Arnold movies. Oh, that would be yeah. the shit, dude. It would be like a, lot a better of commando. It'd be the better version predator. of Expendables. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Dude, it would have. It totally would have been JCVD, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Stallone, some like and, other and best some, lines. Some Michael, Dud- Michael Dudikoff stuff here and there. You know, American Ninja. Oh fuck yeah! You know, they, just the typical eighty stuff that a lot of people like. Yeah. That's stuff I like, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd Damn, be dope, dude. man. I'd have been, it would have been like, hey, man, what's big about that? It would have been huge surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Black silk on the wear. You know, the, the whole line. All that shit. Line. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? Um, yeah, I'm with the whole 80s reference. Like, uh, I'm a big Magnum P.I. fan, so there'll be a lot of Magnum P.I. stuff in there. Oh, Tom shit. Selleck. Yeah. Archer had a season on uh, that was like all about uh, Magnum P.I. themed. Oh, yeah. Just saying, you know, maybe check out Archer. <laughs> uh, um, a lot of lot of anime references too, so that'd for sure. be dope too. Like what anime? Like uh, Ninja Scroll. Like the Ooh, yeah, <laughs> dude, Ninja Scroll is the shit, dude. Vampire Hunter D. Yeah, Hell that, dude. yeah, dude, uh, Dragon Ball. Akira, yeah, that'd be dope. Fist of the North Star. Fist of the North Star. Oh, yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Mike has a different fist of the North Star <laughs> video <laughs> that he that he fist of the brown eye. <laughs> <laughs> Five fingers plus. Oh, five fingers of <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> My kid is here, dude. <laughs> Your kid is a grown ass man. He's sitting here and laugh, dude. He needs to hear about his. My dad and his friends are gross. Yeah. So what? He's gross. Anyways, is there anything you guys uh, uh, want to add on to this? Uh, I mean, we're coming up upon our uh, time limit here, so. How are you gonna cl- uh, send this home, Mark? How are you gonna send this home? I don't know. You guys want to? Uh, I mean, let's give you a last chance to add on some extra stuff, you know. Any movies that's coming out, anything you guys want to promote? Uh, no, but please keep on uh, checking us out on uh, Instagram and all our social media. Make sure you check out toughrockin.com. We're going to be doing some more updates and stuff on there. Hopefully this summer we'll be having some events and a couple other things. We are doing some <coughs> brainstorming about what we're going to be doing. So keep on checking us out. Thanks for all the support. Aaron, you got anything you guys want to... Yeah, um, like I said earlier, I'm going to be moderating a panel at uh, San Diego Comic Fest, if you're going to be there Friday. Um, I'll be doing another panel at Indio, uh, the Fantasia Con for Alterna Comics. I'm looking forward to that one as well. And um, and if you guys are out there, um, you guys go to conventions, comic conventions, make sure to check out Artist Alley whenever you can um, because, you know, these, uh, these uh, independent artists and writers and, and and creators of these comic books especially the uh the independent kind uh, they need your help um 
during the course of our podcast, the Hall Eight Show, we've come across so many creators who've, you know, they've they've thanked us for the opportunity to you know promote what they're what they're all about, and um, and I I sort of you know I'm like I'm humbled I'm humbled by it to be honest with you, um, and I I take this this uh, I consider it a job just because if you don't then you won't take it seriously right right so I I I, I take what we do you know. I, I take responsibility for it, and I think we we try to do the best job that we can, and, and try to you know promote. Uh, well, thanks, more beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, to promote and make sure that uh, these guys you know get get the word out there because you know there are comic books besides the big two, besides Marvel and DC. You know, no. you got Image out there, but they're still they're they're pretty big now, right? Image. Yeah, I think so. So there's a lot of other other comic books out there who. Especially ones that uh, you know, we talked about how representation matters. You know, the yes, whole, yeah. the whole the whole black heroes matter. Um, and it's not just black heroes. You know, Asian heroes, Mexican heroes, gay gay heroes. Like you know, for you, Mike. Um, <laughs> Get him. So. They got stories too, man. <laughs> get his ass. That's right. So, jeez, calm down, Art. So yeah, <laughs> no, jeez. get his ass. Let her get it. Ooh. <laughs> jeez, so yeah, and um, and you can also find me at the International Mobile Film Festival uh, last week in April. Hell yeah. Yeah. So hopefully you guys can make it. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm looking forward to it, man. I want to check it out. I want to see... Uh, it's interesting because I want to see, like... Uh, you mentioned some workshops and stuff there, so I'm actually interested in that because, like, we do a lot of video production on our end as well. Sometimes I use my iPad. Sometimes yeah. I use my iPhone, yeah. GoPros, whatever. Can I ask you, what's the deadline to submit um, videos for that international... I think work? it's uh, probably july or something like that. We so, need to make some videos, are So... July of this summer, we'd yeah. have to submit it by then mm-hmm. for it to come back around for for next the for next, next festival. Let's do some fucking videos, Art. No, 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 no. I don't like the videos that you film, oh, buddy. God, I didn't realize yeah, how I, awful I, that's. I, I, know, I, know, I know it's either I know it's like either June or July, somewhere in that that time. Okay, period. so uh, we've got about roughly a month to make a video. <laughs> no, Mike, not me and you. <laughs> this is not this podcast studio was built for, oh, right? Come on. And then just to sort of hammer in the fact, like. Yeah, hammer, <laughs> hammer, hammer that in, hammer it right in there. Just, just to sort of, uh, just to sort of like, make, make it a point that anybody can who has a story can make a movie, because uh, Susie was telling me that you know there's a guy in, in Africa who said you know I don't have a stabilizer how, how can I you know, hold the phone make it make it stable, and she recommended she said hey do you have access to like a junkyard or something like that do you have access to a steering wheel, so she recommended that. <clears throat> You know, you just tie a mobile phone, secure it to a steering wheel, so the steering wheel will be the the, the, the stabilizer. stabilizer. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty cool. That, That's you know, cool. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Like, I appreciate people having those like uh, those ways of like creating. You know what what they can make out of nothing, mm-hmm. because then they're actually the ones that are really trying to make something out of like a, right. like a film. Like they're really they're not out there. Like, hey, I'm just gonna get this fucking fancy uh, shit off of uh, Amazon. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you know, um, Mike. Anyways, <laughs> well, the thing is that you know, Susie and, and a lot of her peers have been doing this for the good part of the last decade, uh-huh. and you you hear like Hollywood is starting to take notice. Like Steven Soderbergh is going to make movies on iPhone now. You know, uh, he's so, like, "Oh, what'd you guys do?" Yeah. I'm, I'm rich. I'll do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, like for example, uh, I I have a 7D, and a 7D was used to make a uh, Black Swan. You know, um, there's there's been lots of op- uh, times where like people have, like thought outside the box and like they used uh, other mediums to like make their films or like um, cheaper equipment, I guess. 
And that stuff is really fascinating to me because it kind of gives you like, it kind of like inspires you like, dude, I can do this too. If I just, mm -hmm. you know, learn exactly. the principles, you know? Yeah. And there's also a lot of really cool companies out now. Like uh, Art and I, we, we've used uh, Deathlens. We've used uh, Oloclip. Uh, I've purchased uh, products from uh, B-Script. And these are all companies that actually create items that you can be used with your phone to like add a, like a little bit more like, you know, dynamic shots to it, whether it's fisheye, telephoto lens or those type of things. B-Script actually has the ability to where like you can add uh, DSLR lens to your uh, your iPhone, you know? So like uh, you can like, it doesn't work as good as I thought it would, but like that was really cool. That's crazy. Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, so I have this hookup to where like you can hook up uh, like, uh, like it, but you have to have like a high, a really powerful uh, um, Canon lens for it to be even worth it. But uh, dude, there's all these different things that are out there that can actually actually make stuff even better. And the, that Film Inc. Uh, app, which actually adds more, um, it actually utilizes the technology in your phone better. So like it actually looks better when you use that app than just the regular iPhone video. And it allows you to do all these different like cool things, like add these, uh, like make it flat, make it. Uh, oh, you're probably talking about the Filmic Pro, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that one. So there's like all these cool things and, and stuff that's out there. Like I don't think people will actually know about them as yeah, much. Yeah, they, that's a really popular uh, app that a lot of the filmmakers do use. So if you yeah. do, if you do go, it's like a staple if you yeah. use if you do iPhone movies. Yeah, that's yeah. something yeah. that Rockstrike has been. He put me onto that, and yeah, he's been, he's been using it for a while. Yeah, he shared a lot of that <clears> stuff <throat> with us, and then like we've also like looked into other things yeah you know you do that that's exactly how it talks to <laughs> you get the filming pro it's like he's here <clears throat> he, he is, is here. you should you should you should just do the rocks right you know when he reads something but art could do it <laughs> just interview uh, yeah, we can't do. Sorry, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we can't do rocks right Google today because uh, he obviously is in Lyon, France. And he might actually—he oh. might actually be on some. He might be mourning over there or something. I don't he know. He might be. Oh, he might. We, be we, we hope he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he got abducted by some uh, French uh, militiamen. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're uh, filming anal porn with him. Something like that. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Thanos. So he's having a good vacation. Us. <laughs> so his vacation's fun. They're like, you want to rock, right? <laughs> Because you won't walk right. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, wow. It got dark real quick. Sorry, Rasha. We're just kidding, man. Don't cry. Fuck you, Oh, Rasha. you're a B-boy? I'm going to change to a B-man. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. Yeah, see, like I got all this Rockstrite paraphernalia around here. Like, is his Rockstrite 100 pin, his Rockstrite 100 trading cards, his Rockstrite 77 Adidas jersey that he freaking got done. Jeez, man. You're so proud of him, dude. His Rockstrite Red Bull fridge. That Look at that. <laughs> is now my fridge because I that, run the, shit around here. The stuff that Red Bull <laughs> did for him is pretty, pretty dope. Yeah, dude. They had a whole good marketing campaign for him, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty nice. What From they 1 did. to 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, man. They're doing a whole campaign, little animations on uh, Instagram. I mean, uh, if you're listening out there, Rockstrite95 on Instagram. He's got all these... Uh, Posts and Red Bull did a whole marketing campaign, campaign, campaign around his 100 wins, um, which is uh, unheard of. In a so, was world. your was your homie <clears throat> animated too? Hmm. The guy that disputes the hundred. Oh, oh uh, Godoyski? <laughs> yeah, Godoyski. No, he wasn't. Dude, if they make one, I'm going to fucking die, dude. I'm waiting for that That'd one. That would be hilarious. Dude, seriously, if you hear me, Red Bull, if you're listening. That's Rock the one to make, yeah. Dude, make one about win number, I, I don't know, like 80-something. I was here in San Diego against 
B-Boy Godoyski from Rock So Fresh. <laughs> because that whole story is funny as hell, and the arguments still go on till this day. It's fucking hilarious. It was like 10 years ago. Godoyski won't let it go. I think, I think the battle was like the same month that Iron Man dropped, so it's been 10 years in the making. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> So, dude, he's been, he's been arguing with him for 10 years. Red Bull, make that little animation of Gutoyski versus Rockstrite. He's going to be just as a uh, fucking stick figure with a giant ass head. Just <laughs> bouncing around, dancing. If you don't know, Rockstrite beat our uh, homie in Rockstar Fresh um, in a footwork battle, but he disputes that, saying that Rockstrite actually did lose that. So, I don't know. We'll see if they actually make that. But. We're coming to an end here, and uh, as usual, when we close it out, we do the section called What Are You Listening To? Or What Have You Been Listening To Since the Last Podcast? So, music, uh, I guess it could be audiobooks if you want. Aaron, you want to start it off? Or you been listening sure. to anything new? Yeah. Um, well, in the shower, I've been listening to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, on my, right, on my ride to work, I've been listening to Muse a lot. Muse? Is this uh, a yeah. band? Yeah. Yeah, it's a band. Oh, I haven't heard of them. What kind of music is this? Um, they. They had a song called Madness that was pretty popular a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like rock, but they, mm. but then I mean, I'm, I've been trying to listen to it so I could maybe sing it in karaoke. You know? Oh, this yeah? Guy, you dude, do a lot of karaoke? He's a big karaoke guy, dude. <laughs> where do you go for karaoke? Do you go to Lamplighter? Because that's where uh, there's a no, couple of uh, no. artists go down there. No, I'm, well, not, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not on that level, but I just, you know, it's, it's just Convoy, it's just, baby. It's just Convoy. Yeah. Uh, there's a, you know, you ever go to the Korean joint? But those are the ones where like they 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 uh, separate rooms, right? Yeah, there's separate rooms. Yeah, well, like I like I want an audience where uh, I can serenade. You, you, you a can stranger. go. You can go to Carriage House, the new Carriage House. Yeah, well, that's right next to the Hive, isn't it? Uh, yeah. No, no. It's, uh, no. it's remember remember that that Japanese uh, bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legend. Oh, over it, by it took, Jung One. Yeah, it, it took the place of that. Mm. You want to oh. go to Carriage the, House? The, the old location was was uh, there was it was next to a Japanese place on Balboa. Um, it's a sister store of. Uh, Hi, was it hi? I forget the name, but um, but anyways, Carriage House moved to this new location, uh, which took which took the place of the old Legends Bar. Okay, I remember Legends because yeah. we went there and it was like a Japanese like, <laughs> club, dude. These had these had some pretty cool like like uh, chick bartenders over there. Yeah, um, we had a going away party for one of our b boy friends from Japan. Okay. This was in two thousand eight. Oh yeah, they were probably still working there. Um, this guy uh. Was it Ichiro or what's his name? Uh, no, it was Taka. Yeah, Taka. Yeah. Takashi. And then uh, he was leaving. We went there. He's yeah, like, oh, come, again. <laughs> come to this bar. We went to the bar. And we're like, damn, this is like straight up like Japanese like club bar. And all these B-boys are in there like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then Ken, Ken, of course, uh, my of old course. roommate, Rakan, B-boy Rakan, um, he knew about it. You know, he's Japanese. And he was like, oh, yeah, this place. I'm like, <laughs> but it was fun. It was nice. Yeah, and then um, I'm listening to Gary Vaynerchuk's New audiobook, uh, crushing it. It's oh yeah, cool. I heard about that. Yeah, that's pretty good. And what else? Oh, um, at work, I'm listening to like Najubez playlist nice. on Spotify. Another Japanese uh, <laughs> reference there. <laughs> One of the Japanese uh, <clears throat> beat makers. Rest in peace. That's some good shit. Mike, what are you listening to? Dude, I've been listening. I've been going to a lot of shows, so I'm going to be going to a lot of shows this year. Uh, I went. What are you flexing, dude? Peep show. You sitting here rubbing his arms, looking at his arms and shit. What are you doing, bro? They're very nice, man. Don't, this guy, dude, you're getting, you're getting you're getting six to midnight right now. <laughs> I'm all touching myself. All right, so it's like iron, uh, iron touch myself. <laughs> so like, uh, what was it? Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem just saw him April 4th. Uh, I'm going to see the Distillers. 
next the, week. The Steelers? Yeah, Ooh. the D Steelers, right? You know, yeah. uh, at the Casbah, which is going to be dope. <laughs> dude, I haven't been to Casbah in like years, man. Shit, dude. I'm Me fucking either. super excited about this show because I, I love that chick. And then uh, Shallow and I are going to go see Joey Badass next year, next uh, next month. Next year? Yeah, next <laughs> month, May. So uh, I've been listening. So like right before I go to a show, I'm always going to be listening to their music and shit. So that's what I've been listening to. Thank you for your input, Michael. Thanks. <laughs> Do you really like Joey Badass or does your son like him? My son likes Joey Badass. So you're just going? Uh, yes. Why don't you just let your son go by himself and have fun and hang out with people instead of because, you, you dragging know, some, him down? Yeah, some people like their dad. You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? You like your dad? <laughs> <laughs> he likes me, all right? I hang out. I didn't he's realize still, that. He's aight. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's aight. <laughs> he's embarrassing. He's aight. <laughs> Anyways, I guess it's on me now. Um, to save it. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. But anyways, um, <clears throat> I've been uh, listening to DITC, Digging in the Crates crew. Uh, classic uh, New York group, hip-hop, Big L, Lord Finesse, Fat Joe, uh, OC. They're all in that, that group. And there's a playlist that I downloaded on iTunes. Um other than that, I'm going to go back to what I always say at the end of every show, which is uh, some Korean music. We listen to some, uh, you know, Chacha Malone production, which also includes Jay Park in that discussion. DPR Live. Uh, what else? Let me look at my phone. Here. Loco, Hoodie, Sick K, Dean. Um, <clears throat> Higher Music, Woody Gochild. And, uh, yeah, that's like the, the gist of... Uh, my playlist there, you know. No, 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 Huna. No Huna in this playlist. <laughs> no? um, this one's like it's not like really too K-popish. It's more like K hip-hopish. Uh, she raps. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean, this particular playlist doesn't have it. I have her, but you know, good shit. I mean, Shiloh, do you want to say something? Uh, you want to add into this? What you've been listening to? Just tell me something you've been listening to. Quick, come on, man. <laughs> Lately, some Joey Badass just because they're going to the concert. Joey Badass. You're getting hyped up for the concert, huh? Yeah. You guys going to go uh, crazy and uh, stage dive and mosh I probably pit? will, <laughs> and then I'll probably embarrass him. He's like, damn, my dad sucks. And then what, he'll what is this, it. It's punk or something? No, no it's, it's rap. rap. Oh, is it? No, yeah, he's good, too. Ah, he's Joey. one of the younger guys that I would actually listen to. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> it's not mumble rap. No, no, no. It's not that <laughs> bullshit. No, no, that bullshit. No, no, that bullshit. Mumble rap. That's how they sound. I don't know. Fuck this sound. Anyways, uh, is there anything else you guys want to plug in before we're out? Nah, I think that's <laughs> One more chance, dude. I mean, One I mean, more we chance. Talked, we talked a lot about plugging. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Especially Mike with his butt plugging. <laughs> I All mean, right. Thanos got it. Fucking Captain America Thanos. got it. All right, guys. Uh, we're running over time, but we're going to close it out. Thank you for listening. Check out Aaron and Alex at HallH.com. Yep, the yep. Hall H Show is a great podcast. And like we uh, discussed earlier, they have a lot of topics, and he's got a backlog of stuff to listen to. So they'll yep. be uh, posting things up. Support in- indie creators. There you yep. go. And uh, support Hob Coffee. They're over there in Poway, HobCoffee.com. They are our sponsors. Uh, follow Aaron and his group at Hall H Show. Is it Hall H Show on uh, Instagram? It's HallH.com spelled out. Hall H D O T C O M on Instagram. And be sure to have a photo of him with his 
giveaway of <laughs> our sponsor, Hob Coffee. On Springbrook Drive and Powery Road. <laughs> it's like one of those Mossy Nissan commercials. Coffee's dope. <laughs> yeah, coffee is dope, ladies and gentlemen. That is it for podcast number 36. Check us out on Instagram. We are, uh, I go by distill underscore RSF. Mike goes by Mad Mike Logic. Uh, Shiloh goes on by uh, intern. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us at Tough Rocking on Instagram and not underscore so underscore fresh underscore podcast on Instagram. And that is it. Peace. For our number 36, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Thanks, guys.